welcome to our podcast. It's called Directly to You. It's a Nintendo podcast. I'm here. I'm AJ. I'm joined by Parker. Hello, it's me, Parker. Um, this this intro is never the same because I'm not Will. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's got it's kinda, it down, man. It's kind of it's kind of intentional. Yeah. Like I don't really want to be all that buttoned up, but I mean, either way, we gotta pay bills. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. this is the housekeeping stuff. That's right. Uh, you can join as a member on our channel if you love the things that we do for four ninety nine every month and what do you get for that you get loyalty badges you get the uh, freaking emotes you get gaming time with us you get switch keys from time to time i dropped the switch key for steam world uh quest yeah you did that's the game that's the one amongst other things and you could be one of those people you could also join our discord that's linked i don't promote that a lot i should probably promote that more um <laughs> But there's also like the anchor listener support program. But just be a member on YouTube. It's more bang for your buck. True. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. How you doing, Parker? <laughs> I'm doing great. I um. So uh, here's some things. Today I took the day off because last night I went to see Endgame. Absolutely no spoilers to anybody who's listening. I'm no spoilers. That's zero not what spoilers. This show That's, is. I have. No respect for spoilers, uh, <laughs> but um, just talk just about the event or the experience of um, like getting to it or all that stuff. So we watched it at, at 10 p.m. and it's a three hour movie and we watched it at a theater that was 45 minutes from our house because it's got Oof. like a big old Dolby screen uh, and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like real nice and stuff. Um, so again, 10 p.m. That's a thing. Um, so we got there a little bit early and we were hanging around and it was um, huge. A there was like absolutely no parking. We had to park at the Chipotle parking lot. I mean, this is a big theater, and we had to park like far away. Rip. And so that's a thing. But then we walked in there, and we were like, we should not have come in this early because at ten was like exactly around when all the 6 p.m. like first showing people were starting to get out, and yep. you know that they're not really thinking about talking about not talking about spoilers and stuff so as they were walking out right. we were like plugging our ears and like trying to not hear anything and uh yeah it was a I really stressful Batman time showed up <laughs> <laughs> he was luke's father like oh man it was <laughs> like seriously just my wife and i were, were standing just looking at each other just saying gibberish words a bunch and we could tell a ton of people around us were doing the exact same thing just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm trying to work through it so yeah we managed to not get any spoilers outside of the one that i mentioned to you before the the podcast that i won't even right specifically comment about but like uh for the most part no spoilers but then had a grand old time got home at 2 a.m and uh took the day off today obviously so yeah it's been uh it's yeah been a day. i had the the opposite experience of that <laughs> went at six o'clock everything was fine it was good and dandy time you know what i mean parker I don't, unfortunately. I wish I did. <laughs> you gotta go uh, early, man. You can't freaking messing with these people. No, yeah, I should have. But yeah, so that was that was that part of the week. In any case, uh, it was it was very fun, uh, just overall. So I'm playing a lot of games. Well, good. I'm glad to hear a whole it. lot. I'm, I'm playing also. Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really anything new to share there. I knew the game was good. Uh-huh. I had fun with the game the first time when I played it on Xbox. But now I'm playing exclusively on handheld mode, and that's cool. Yeah, I watched the Digital Foundry uh, video on it, too. And apparently, like, the game is just 
perfect for it's just the same game yeah because it's like the graphics i think are already 720p just that's just how they are because of the graphic yeah. style like that's just that's what it is so it's one of right. those where like you'd think because some indie games like just obviously stardew valley looks exactly the same in handheld mode as it would el- would elsewhere because it's eight you know like 16-bit graphics or whatever but for this right. you'd kind of think like oh maybe it'll be downgraded but nope it's exactly the same and looks great are you? Did you play Cuphead at all? Or you, I have you, not you, yet. You, I only say looks great from the footage I've seen, not from me actually right. playing it. So, are guess, you like planning to? Because I know you're like less into the whole like try hard sort of situation. I mean, I played through a good bit of Dark Souls, so like I don't have a I don't have a problem with like hard games and stuff specifically, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, actually, my wife wants me to get Cuphead. Oh yeah, as I think well. we did like, talk about that. <laughs> so and, yeah, 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 I remember. So I, I remember very that. well may. I showed her some footage of it today because she just wanted to see what it looked like. I was showing her Donkey for one thing, and she thought he was very funny. Um, which uh, don't we all? Probably. <laughs> um, but then we, I showed her some uh, some Cuphead footage as well. So I, I'll probably end up getting it here in a little bit. Just it's I've got a, a big backlog, game. so. <sighs> what, what can I got to get a new pro controller speaking of that because mm. that's a that's a major problem why I haven't been playing it on the TV um, I mean granted I want to play it on ha- in handheld mode mostly anyway mm-hmm. just because like I can and I couldn't do that on Xbox True. <laughs> um, but my pro controller is just effed mm. you know what I mean do you too much smashing too many smash bros too many smash bros do you not use like the Joy-Con separately playing no. docked no, I don't even consider doing that. If I, <laughs> if it's if it's docked, it's docked. Like the whole thing. That's funny. Um, so like right now for Smash Bros, I'm just using the PDP controller that Bob sent me, mm-hmm. um, and I don't like it <laughs> uh, because like I just don't like it for like a reason that every time I tell somebody I don't like it for this reason, they're like, "That's weird. I don't even notice that." But I don't like that it doesn't vibrate mm. because. Mm. That's like the the rumble is like a lot of how I like judge like oh okay I need to di this way because I got hit and I'm going to land here and I landed and you know like that sort of situation. Um, but now I just I have only the visual side of it to judge and say like okay I got hit this way let me move that way. But I liked having the additional like okay I got hit mm-hmm. now let me start di. I am not nearly um, smart enough to do that <laughs> based on vibration. But man that's really interesting. Yeah I would not have thought of that as like an important component anymore i mean it's cool like it's i think it's very fun and like it adds to the experience but it's one of those it's just additive to me as opposed to it being kind of compulsory or actually necessary it just makes it less like i mean less it makes it more mindless for me to like do the thing that i need to do next right i don't have to think about it as much when i feel it happening Hmm. yeah (laughs) uh versus waiting for it to hit me in like visually yeah uh but that's a whole nother you know what i'm gonna go a little bit further on smash brothers because i've been noticing something that i didn't uh that is happening more and more Mm -hmm. as i play this game um so i talked about before how i just like kind of got bored of elite smash because like everybody's like salty and try hard and kind of (laughs) toxic yeah um so i started just making arenas and having people join those people that join arenas are equally as salty even though nothing is at stake you know like you're not going (laughs) to lose gsp if you get destroyed right Uh, so every time it's and never ever fails there's always these signs that somebody's salty so the first sign (laughs) 
Okay, so this is the trajectory of me facing somebody in an arena. Mm-hmm. I, I fight, and it's a good fight, and everybody's competitive, and like they're trying, and you can tell they're trying, but it's like you're just playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they lose, generally. It's at least two to three stocks that they lose by. After this, they either immediately rematch with the same character that they're playing, and they're extremely more aggressive. Mm-hmm. They then lose again. <laughs> And then they change their character. Now, there's a couple of possibilities when they change their character. Either they're going to try to change to like a heavy that's kind of cheap with lag and stuff like Ganon or Mm -hmm. DDD or like a character like that. Um, They lose again. And then they do the next step. But I'll get to the other part of this step specifically. Or they'll change to their main, which is like whatever's in their profile picture. Mm -hmm. Same deal. Like they're a lot more aggressive, blah, blah, blah. Or they'll change to Pokemon trainer. They're like, oh, this is why he's winning because he's using a Pokemon trainer. Obviously, that's the best character in the game. Clearly, um, when that doesn't work, uh-huh. you go to step three. Step three, they just get real salty and they do stuff like um, just keep entering the battle and not moving or SDing, oh like just trying God. to waste my time. Um, so then you move to the last step, which is where I start kicking them. They immediately rejoin. I kick them again. They immediately rejoin. How, many, then, how often does this happen? It happens every time I play this game now. Oh my goodness. Every single time. It's like we don't have a few people that will just leave. You know, like uh-huh. they'll, they'll lose a couple matches and then they'll just leave. But it never fails in a session of me playing this game. And I usually play like on average like one to two hours per mm-hmm. session unless I'm playing with somebody I know. Yeah. Um, and especially that because like another thing that i gotta add but like you can't do like the mario kart thing because they would be real salty if you could do like i'm playing in handheld mode you know Mm -hmm. but like when i'm playing in these matches i'm playing handheld mode i'm not even like (laughs) trying to be good you know like i just play playing smash brothers um so like it's just it's a whole thing that's so Um, like i if i were in that person's shoes i mean okay we've talked about the fact that i'm not super competitive as a human being before anyway but like Unless I felt like you were being obnoxiously, just obnoxious, you know, in some way or another, I would probably be like, oh, this person's better than me. I should learn to figure out what my weaknesses are, you know, like, like take an opportunity to be able to rematch and figure out what's going on. And so, I mean, I also understand like wanting to win. So like, that's definitely a thing. But uh, if you're... I don't know. I just don't get the salt because yeah. it, like, it would make sense to me if I, like, say I was a NES player mm-hmm. and I just spammed PK Fire and all you hear is PK Fire, PK yeah. Fire, PK <laughs> Fire. I can understand the salt yeah. and it makes sense to me. But I'm just playing the game. You know, like, you see me play with Pokemon Trainer. It's yeah. like certain certain things lead to certain situations where it's like, oh, uh, you're going to get hit by a forward air. You're going to get hit by the shell. You're going to get hit by whatever. And then you get to me to a certain percent and then I change and then I'm Ivysaur and then you get wrecked for however many yeah. <laughs> stock because Ivysaur is obviously the best character out of the three and then you get me up to a high enough percent and i go to charizard mm-hmm. like it, it's not like and even when i'm charizard i'm not gonna like sit there and just flare blitz like most people would i'm right. gonna try to hit you with a back air i'm gonna try to grab you i'm gonna try to like dude i play the character yeah. you know like i'm not just sitting here spamming um so i don't understand the salt but it, it happens you know? know yep um Man. so at the end of the day there's there's no escape from the salt unless I'm playing with somebody I know. Which even then, I was playing with Logan yesterday, and he did the same thing. 
where it was like he got salty and he was playing with like characters like Ness and you know like that type of stuff like spamming uh, not Ness Lucas spamming PK Freeze and it's mm-hmm. like are you serious like you really think I'm gonna fall for this? it's nonsense but um the other game that I've been playing mm-hmm. and recently like just started playing it a couple hours ago is Box Boy plus Box Girl yeah it's and a so cool so game forth. I'm getting all the hats and the and the glasses and the it looks patterns. like the mechanic for that stuff seems to be similar ish to in Yoshi's Crafted World with a little like um uh whatever that's called like where you put in a quarter and you twist it and the thing comes out like a gumball oh, yeah, machine yeah, yeah. type thing is that yeah. pretty much the same way you mean like getting the hats and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's what it is. Cool. Um, it's pretty much the same exact thing because, like, you know, like when that first showed up, people were like, "Does this have loot boxes? Do uh-huh. you have to grind for this?" Like, nah, it just gives you a random thing, and then like you can't get that thing again. Yeah. Like, which I actually really like that system. In I mean, because there's a limited quant, at least in Yoshi's Crafted World, the way that it works, like mm-hmm. there being a limited quantity of it and that kind of thing. Like, you know that if you just do it enough, you'll just end up getting that thing, and it's not like you have to pay for it. You just playing a fun little game as opposed yeah. to like i really like xenoblade chronicles too but you getting blades in that game was fairly uh, yeah, just annoying you duplicates <laughs> and stuff like yeah that. exactly you end up um, getting a bunch of crappy little ones or whatever even though you use like an epic uh what are those things called uh crystal it's not a crystal but whatever it is um yeah so go on yes box boy and box girl um so i like it um this is kind of weird that it's from hal and there's like there's i'm on the third world there's nothing that's like man how do i beat this you know like generally i beat everything that i try on my first try Mm -hmm. you know don't die or nothing like that um but they're clever it's like oh that was neat how they did that Mm, and how i was supposed to solve that there's nothing like that in Kirby. <laughs> Why do you not use the like cool little ideas that you have for Box Boy and just put it in Kirby? Mm-hmm. You know, like there's there's just like a lot of like quick neat mechanics that are along the lines of like that Yoshi thing that like I right. was about like the magnet and uh-huh. stuff like that where it's like it's not rocket science but it's neat. You know, mm-hmm. it's like oh that was cool that you thought of it like that. That's not something that happens in every game you know yeah i i guess um, to some degree because in in kirby at least the most recent ones it's been less like puzzle focused and more combat ish focused which i put in kind of heavy quotation marks because right. uh, so but but then still like something to that effect i i would be very happy with it being very basic combat kind of like it is but then including some more puzzly things like that's right, like i'd be down to that at the, end, at the end of the day like the core of the like a game like kirby especially since like it's not like a capital p platformer where it's hard to platform you know mm-hmm. yep um the the challenge is in figuring out like these little puzzles and right. stuff like that um or supposed to be in mm-hmm. that um but it just doesn't exist uh there's like no pushback at all um and box boy shows me that they're capable of doing that <laughs> and they just don't yep. <laughs> also i'm sad because i was um i don't know how many like nintendo ambassadors you follow but um they sent out probably like, these, all of them these, i think yeah every possibly, single one possibly i don't even know how many there are I don't know. so Great you question. would have you would have one up on me in that <laughs> regard um but they sent out like these physical like like papercraft like box boy things 
um and i got an email with the game and they were like oh yeah we don't have your your correct address on file so i didn't get that oh man um, i'm going to get it but like they gotta remail it or put in a forward or whatever uh-huh. so i can't talk about that i didn't get to put <laughs> i put out a tweet as i usually do mm-hmm. when i get a nintendo game always really because like at the at the bare minimum, I want to tell you, like, hey, I got this game. These are, like, my early, like, brief little impressions. Unless I really like it, and then I'm going to play through it. And, like, whatever happens with that happens, whether it be a video or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I see, like, this is one of those games where I don't know if I want to make a video about it. But I'll probably, like, tweet sporadically about my playthrough where it's like, this is an interesting puzzle thing, mm-hmm. you know. How many worlds um, are there? You said you're on the third world? I'm on the third world. Gotcha. Uh, Nintendo says that there's over 200 uh, levels. Oh, okay. So, oh, so when you say the third many. world, do you mean you don't mean level? You mean like subset of levels, like yeah, yeah, like a yeah, Mario yeah. Like world, Mario kind of thing. world. Yeah. Right, right, gotcha, right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, nice. Is that including the? Um, have you done any of the multiplayer stuff? The nope. plus box girl things. Cool. Nope. I tried. Didn't the, have time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I played just the demo, but I didn't play the the multiplayer stuff. I just played the single player stuff. But yeah, it seems it seems fun um, from the little bits that I've played and neat little mechanics and stuff that they built up in there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm kind of sad that I played the demo though. <laughs> I mean, like if you're not sure if you want to get this game and that, that sort of situation, like definitely play the demo. Yeah, but like because I knew that I was going to get the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot there's like it's like a, a an amalgam of like some of the levels like like throughout the game right um i don't know how far deep they go in but i know that i played through certain levels and it's like oh yeah i did this in the demo mm, and they're not yeah. like it's not like a straight shot it's not like here's world one which i would have preferred they do yeah um but they kind of like took different levels so you can get a like an idea of like how they use the mechanics where it's mm-hmm. like this is the one with the electricity and you gotta use blocks to get around that and here's the one where you gotta dig through the sand ish stuff <laughs> whatever that is on, like dig dug or whatever mm-hmm. um so, like that that sort of thing um so i'm like getting to these mechanics as i go um and it's like it's paced well it's it's like teaching you how to use the mechanics like bit by bit Mm -hmm. but i already knew how to do that because how the demo is right yeah exactly (laughs) it's like i I wish i didn't play that but i did (laughs) the i i really enjoy demos like um like the octopath traveler demo i was really happy with kind of how that worked where it's like yep you can do as much stuff as you want you just got a three hour limit and then but within that three hours just have fun and then it'll that'll carry over into the full thing like i right i appreciate that too because it's like really it's you know it's just like hey just get a taster for the first part of the game or it's like you're buying the game and then you can return it after three hours <laughs> kind of a situation yeah yeah that's just yeah. like I, I like being able to try the game out and stuff like that but like if i end up liking it i don't want to replay the stuff that i already played yeah exactly yeah so all that things um so and it's ten dollars is that right 9.99 um they don't have a price on here <laughs> <laughs> i think that's right i could be wrong um but i'm pretty sure that that's it we can find out for sure which is weird because usually they tell me the price, mm-hmm. but it's not on here. Here, I'll look it up. Box Boy and Box Girl. It says that it is three hundred dollars. Just oh, kidding. OMG. <laughs> no, it's loading right now. Nine ninety nine. Yep. 
lo and behold i would definitely say it's worth that cool easy yep that's i i actually that makes me think of a i'll talk to you about a thing after i well so at some point i'd like to make a video about a thing that's related to things similar to that but i'm going to talk about some a game that i've been playing now okay what's that it's steamworld quest the one of the uh, related to the video uh, that I, well we can get we'll get into that and or do you want to like talk about that and then talk about your like we did last week yeah so we, like just in one shot um yeah i'll go ahead and do that mostly because there weren't really any specific comments that i'm going to be reading out except for striker excels and okay. even his was more like i'm just grateful that he commented because yeah. <laughs> so I'll uh yeah, it, his comment was just uh I only cuz I mentioned Golden Sun towards the end of it and I said I only played the first game of Golden Sun, but what an amazing time it was. Love this type of video by the way. So, I just wanted to pull his comment because Striker, we appreciate you being here and following the channel and uh yeah, I he and I talk on Twitter a, a good bit. Yeah, and man, it's just fun. Engaging <laughs> engaging with the content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just let us know your thoughts. We let us know. We let you know our thoughts. <laughs> exactly. So let us know your thoughts on our thoughts. Yep. But uh, yeah, so all that to say, I won't really be talking about my uh, video specifically later, but I'll just talk about the game a little bit more in case anybody skipped the video but is listening to this. Um, yeah, it's great. It's uh, I'm, I'm not actually done with it all the way yet, but I'm fairly close to the ends now. I've got like through two or three chapters left. And uh, and how long have you been playing? It's like three weeks or something like that. When um, they send it, I've been playing it like a two weeks or so, maybe a week and a half, something like that. Mm. Um, I just haven't had as a ton of gaming time, and then also some of that was also oh I was I mentioned I started to mention this last week, but I think it was in the first take before we had to re-record. Yeah. But that my wife and I are playing uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe a good bit together, so I'm somewhat prioritizing getting my wife into gaming. Um, right <laughs> over playing myself, but in any case, um, yeah, it's so it's it's really cool overall. I um, it, the RPG mechanics are that uses a card based style as far as the it's kind of like a deck building sort of situation, and the man I have so many I had so many thoughts about it and then I just forgot all of them. I mean, the video talks about some of them, but it's it's just a a really good time and it, it feels like it reminds me of SteamWorld Dig 2 in the sense that it feels like you do a lot of stuff and you cover a lot of ground, but it doesn't really, um, I don't know how to, it, it, like it's kind of a, a good version of a surface level way of doing it. We're like, right. you know, it's it's not like you have a billion battles. You just, in within one chapter, you probably only have uh, probably six battles unless you want to go back and grind more. And so... Which sounds like not very much, but the way that it's handled is pretty good. And the um, I think one of the things that I do enjoy about the deck building aspect of it is compared to, I don't know, like Pokemon or something like that, the Pokemon trading card game. Um, right. There's a With that, because you have 60 cards in your deck, there's a lot of room for kind of just really different, you know, within one deck you could have a completely different game multiple times just based on what you pick up when and all that kind of stuff uh but you can also kind of you know plan your deck accordingly so that you have things that you can play in a specific way you know if you've got the the classic like four mewtwo's and all psychic cards deck or whatever that is then you know whatever you can you can do that whereas with this because you only have 24 cards in your deck total 
it there's a luck element to it but you can also plan it out pretty efficiently so if you know that this guy you know or the enemy coming up is it you know has a weakness to frost type stuff or something like that then you can plan your deck accordingly to that and have a good chance that you can make the combos you want to happen but then there's also a luck element involved where sometimes you just can't and it's you know a bit frustrating but in the good way of frustrating where like you're just waiting around to finally be able to do the right kind of combos and stuff so i don't know it it just does a really good job of doing the deck building card game stuff and i like it but if you want more thoughts go watch the videos (laughs) these are facts indeed um i don't play many card games so that's why i was like <laughs> you know, yep. like in terms of like whether or not I wanted to play it. Yep. A card game that I do want to play, uh, Konami, is the Yu Gi Oh one mm. that's coming to Switch. So send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it still blows my mind that that's Konami that has that. Like, I don't know why it does, but it's so random. Yeah. But it's there. I mean, it's theirs, I, I think. Yeah. So that makes sense send it to me mm-hmm. and i'll play it and i'll talk about it and i might even make a video about that like yeah honestly because you i used to like Yu Gi Oh a lot mm-hmm. it went off the rails um well it was never really on rails let's be honest <laughs> um but it, it went way past where i wanted to pay attention mm-hmm. so that happened yep but we are paying attention to nintendo's fiscal year end and their sales and numbers and all that kind of stuff which came out this week, and we're going to be talking. They about. made money, guys. It's so Can many money. Can you monies. believe it? <laughs> Can you believe it? Yeah. Um, it was funny to me, though, how much not as big a deal people were making about this prior to. Like, I don't know. I feel like some other quarters, there's been like a bunch of predictions. I guess it makes sense because it's like after holiday, like, you know. The which is quarter three fiscal year or whatever, but it's quarter four calendar year. It makes sense that after the holiday season, everybody would be like, "Ooh, how much? Like, how many consoles did they sell and all that kind of stuff?" But I didn't yeah. really hear as much about that this time prior to it. But in any case, we got some some numbers and some data, and then also some a lot more just little pieces of information that came out of there that uh, can have some fun speculation. So I'm gonna read some numbers now, and here they go. Uh, so in the last quarter, so there were the switch quarter sales were 2.46 million switches. Uh, and so the full fiscal year, so that's last April 1st until this March 31st, they sold 16.95 million, um, right. and lifetime 34.74 million. Um, and so they actually were just a little bit like 0.05 shy of the 17 million forecast that they had, which yeah which was three million off from their right. initial forecast yep. which, which i, mean, I, all things I considered, still have to sorry you I cut out for like, a second but go again <laughs> um all things considered i feel like they could have done that it was just like a, a matter of like pacing and like that yeah. sort of situation like them saying 20 million didn't surprise me at mm-hmm. all you know Yep. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, granted, at the time, like there was a few games that like were supposed to reach, I mean, hit at like certain points that they didn't, and they got delayed and pushed back. Yep. And blah blah. 
Um, That's a good point. So, I mean, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll probably destroy their (laughs) forecast. Yes. uh, For this next year but we'll get into that yeah which is 18 million um yeah and uh we'll talk about why that'll be a little bit later i'm sure uh software sales they sold 23.91 million in the last quarter uh 18 or 118 million in the full fiscal year and 187.5 million total which that's man alive that um so that means i think and we'll see it somewhere else but they sold just way more software in these past 12 months than they did up until that point. Like they had yeah, just so many more sales, which I mean, makes complete sense. Yep. Cause like it's weird because like a lot of times people's forecasts, it almost sounds like they only think people buy software when they buy the unit and then that's it. Right. <laughs> uh, which if it's the Wii, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but like any other, like any healthy, uh, platform is going to be different than that. even unhealthy platforms like the n64 you know mm-hmm. like people bought games for that thing like crazy yep um but for context in terms of like just aligning sales and stuff like that even though they missed their forecast those are still ridiculous numbers yeah <laughs> because it's still what you said 3.2 or 3.4 because i know that both of those numbers are thrown around ahead of time uh 3.4 for what for how much this switch sold lifetime oh yeah uh 34.74 yeah. million yeah, yeah yeah 34 million that's four million more than the playstation 4 did at the same point in its life yep that's insane <laughs> because you also had to keep in mind that the playstation 4 and xbox one always have one more holiday than switch does when they when you align the sales yep that's crazy and it's i mean speaking of the n64 it's everybody probably knows but that officially beat out the n64's lifetime sales which you know like that was a pretty important console all things considered (laughs) yeah i mean something that you'll hear people point out every time you like well not all people Mm -hmm. but the people that are like you know want to hate on nintendo Mm -hmm. they're gonna be like well n64 didn't sell great blah blah but yeah you're talking about something that took years for them to reach that number this reached it in two that was i mean it's like i remember seeing uh, um when when the switch was still a year in or whatever and they had uh i don't know some people were posting a meme sort of picture of like the wii u games versus the switch games and they were like oh the i thought the wii u didn't have any games and it was showing how like you know it's a bunch of the same games because of ports and you know similar type games and stuff like that and i was like well for one thing hardware but for a second thing yeah five years versus one year and a couple months like yeah there's a difference there that's not like that's not apples and apples (laughs) yeah like they got they got the whole thing that's like this is why you should buy a wii u Mm -hmm. in less than two years really yeah you know like we had the splatoon game we had the pokemon game we had they well granted we didn't even have a real pokemon game on wii u um got mario kart we got smash brothers Mm -hmm. you know like all the heavy hitters are on switch now whereas like, it's to the point where some people would be like well should i get a, a wii u but there's no point <laughs> there's zero point to get a wii u yeah. because everything that i would have been like get a wii u for mario maker get a wii u for splatoon get a wii u for smash but all that stuff is on switch what if you want to play the wonderful 101 aj <laughs> uh then stop being stupid and want to play a good game <laughs> Uh, I went all this time without having Kamiya block me on Twitter, and that's the thing that's going to do. 
man alive yeah it's uh it's doing some crazy things and they actually beat out their because they hadn't revised i don't think their soft software forecast for Mm -hmm. last year and they beat it out anyway um which is honestly like that's where they make their money for the most part so that's fantastic um and then their software forecast for next year is even higher which very much makes sense with everything that's coming yeah, out and stuff because duh you know <laughs> like obviously like pokemon and animal crossing are going to like sell like what i would say combined like 25 million bare minimum mm-hmm. so like yep of course they they would need to like like go higher on that in that regard yeah and then i'm I'm curious about the Smash DLC. Like, I mean, Smash didn't sell... A, oh, you know what? I don't have the... I thought I'd pulled up the specific game somewhere, but I didn't. Let me pull that up as well. Um, But Smash sold a decent amount this past quarter, but not, like, as much as I was quite thinking. But I feel like as new fighters come out, that'll just keep going up and up and up. Yeah, like, that'll be like Mario Kart. It'll, like, yeah. just keep selling progressively like that's not going to be a game that ever like falls out or even uh breath of the wild you yeah. know like every quarter you're going to see at least another million added mm-hmm. to that total i was surprised how not a lot of sales of uh, let's go pikachu and eevee though sold this past quarter like going up because it was at 10 million and it's at now 10.63 million which i mean that's you know six hundred and thirty thousand units isn't like nothing but that's yeah. still not as much as i would have quite anticipated um so i wonder if yeah the, i, I, I feel know. like the announcement of sword and shield kind of hurt that I, yes <laughs> where it's like well i can just get the new one uh-huh. you know like you already kind of missed out on the zeitgeist of like that first 10 million mm-hmm. uh so yep everybody's just waiting it out but like at this point like if i'm nintendo i'm calling that a win just because like it already outsold yeah. any other console pokemon game mm-hmm. like that is like just uh objectively on the level of a handheld po- it sold more than ultra sun and ultra moon mm-hmm. so yeah there you go there you go yeah another one that i thought was uh so new super mario used deluxe no surprise sold fairly well so it sold 3.31 million but that's the kind of game i'm especially curious to see how that'll do that'll have a huge bump i feel like on um through uh holiday season yeah because that's like quintessential like oh my you know my son likes that mario kind of thing those are the games that for every other platform in the in the recent years like the last 15 years Mm -hmm. if you look at the top sellers on there it's number one or number two because i think mario maker is a game that people will buy for themselves and for a good while in the future for the majority new super mario bros u deluxe is the game that people are going to buy for other people <laughs> for the most part yeah yeah um, like i'm curious to see how much that's going to sell yeah like i don't know where that's going to land because like i know bob as we all know <laughs> bob just thinks that's going to be like the best-selling game this year like all that stuff oh super mario and, maker i thought you meant new super mario deluxe no mario maker yeah. mario maker specifically um and i'm curious to see where that ends up falling not like not specifically just this year but just long term like Mm -hmm. will that be closer to the 3d mario games or the 2d mario games where again like Uh we're looking at the 20 30 million units sold because like 
I don't know, like how marketable that is broadly to be like, you like playing Mario games, mm-hmm. we'll make your own. Like, I don't know I too many. Uh, it depends on a couple of things. Um, one of them, I think, is how better, how much better they do the playing aspect of it, not mechanically, but just kind of UI and like, because at this point, you can either search for levels specifically or follow a person and play their levels or go to like the top rated or do a hundred man Mario, you know, normal expert, super expert, whatever. And that's, that's pretty much your main options, but there's none of those are like perfect for just casual playing. I mean, like a hundred man is, is pretty good for it, but there's, there's gotta be something a little bit better than that. I don't know exactly what it is. Um, but you know, that's maybe I'll, talk about it at some point um but yeah they've got to do something in any case that's uh, that makes the playing experience just really easy and approachable um but then i think the other factor that'll make it really popular is just how how widespread the media of like people playing it and streaming it and that kind of thing online is which if it's anything like it was for super mario maker one it's that's gonna be crazy i mean there's still like streamers that that's their thing is super mario maker so you know that game came out on the wii u a console people don't care about anymore and uh so yeah yeah i mean like i have very limited uh, like um experience watching just mario maker streamers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and i know we talked about that a lot because that was like that was your thing Mm -hmm. you still like follow people that do that yeah um (laughs) the, the only thing that i've seen of that is from game grumps um, like Ross from Game Grumps really like latched on to that idea and like all those videos for like the first couple like episodes of that series have way over a million views yep. which is like I mean Game Grumps is like they're popular but they don't usually get that on every video they make right you know like they're not Jacksepticeye they'll usually get like on a on a good video 500,000 views or whatever mm-hmm. but every Mario Maker video has way over 1 million up until like episode 30 or something Here's, like that I think the thing I'll say for it as far as a content creation thing especially if you're doing the 100 man type stuff it's just Mario stuff in general or like it's got a great story arc even though there's not a story arc or whatever like just in the sense of you're doing you know these six levels if it's super expert or doing you know uh what 12 16 levels if it's expert or whatever it is um and so in that sense there's just this as long as the video is edited well and the person's fun and interesting then like it feels like you you start it and then there's obstacles to overcome and there's a conclusion at the end whether they lose or win like that's the conclusion of the thing and so it feels as opposed to somebody being like oh let's do a let's play of smash bros like there's not quite the same like i have stopped playing smash brothers because i've stopped playing smash brothers as opposed to like because i you know achieved this thing so i think that's something that's got going for it um as far as content creation stuff that's really that probably helps it out to be just entertaining to watch yeah probably (laughs) yeah i like for me i think the the thing that i can see on the side of content creation and how that's going to push the game and stuff like that is the moments of like how ross was where he just became the guy 
the Mario Maker level maker guy. Yep. <laughs> um, and all the fans and stuff want to be able to say like, hey, I beat your level. Like in the mm-hmm. same way that like people will play me and Bob in Smash Brothers just so they can post a video and be like, I beat so-and-so in Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. you know, like that sort of thing. They want to be able to tweet at Ross and be like, hey, I beat your level, yep. you know. So I can see that helping propel the game too. Yep. Yeah, I... It's it really is a wild card in a lot of ways, I feel like, because I think it's as long as they promote the fact that you don't really have to make like it's you can try out the making part. And if you don't really care about the making part, you can just have fun with the playing aspect of it. Um, As long as they give equal emphasis to both of those, then I think they'll they'll be all right. But if if it is marketed to where it's like this is a just a con or like a game creation tool yeah fewer people will like i i wouldn't care about it a whole lot in that sense because i'd be like i'll like i have two ideas for levels that i want to make when it when it comes out and then that's pretty much it and like we'll just see past there um yeah like the problem for me with mario maker is like like i'm more interested in that end of it mm -hmm. like the making levels thing but i'm so like meticulous with it mm-hmm. that it takes me so long to make anything right because <laughs> i'm like I, like a lot of people what they'll gravitate toward is like i want to make a level that's hard and it makes you rage and stuff like mm-hmm. that i don't really care about that i try to make levels that i can see them making yep. you know where it's like it's themed after a certain mechanic or whatever yep um or a combination of mechanics that culminates into another essentially mechanic mm-hmm. you know i mean depending um, on how they do the multiplayer stuff that also could really help that as well because if it takes a really long time maybe there's some aspects of it that like you enjoy doing and other aspects that i enjoy doing that right. you know we can like all right i'm going to pause my you know part of it here and then let you pick up from that point in the same way that like you know if if you got a band like i i play a lot of instruments so yes i could write a drum part and a guitar part and stuff and tell everybody do it like this but it's more fun to be like, all right, I'm just going to do the jump part. And then, you know, whatever you got for a guitar, go ahead and do that. And then yeah. stick it all together. And I spoke to that a little bit in, um, I don't remember which video it was. <laughs> but one of the videos where I was talking about Mario Maker, mm-hmm. um, where I was basically saying, like, yeah, like that, being able to collaborate and making the the levels yep. versus making or playing the levels, I think is more interesting yep. to me. Agreed. Because multiplayer Mario's like meh you know <laughs> like it's more fun if you're trying to troll each other but it's not really yes. a thing of like let's get through this game because you're always going to do better if you're by yourself yeah no absolutely yeah that's we we had some friends over <laughs> and played four player new super mario bros and man alive it was a mess <laughs> it's, we had a it's good chaos. time but like there were just so many times we're like all right everybody bubble up except for me like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's smash brothers items on versus items yes, off exactly like, that's essentially what it is <laughs> yeah exactly that's what it is and it's chaos but you know what else is chaos is fiscal years and uh, all the random bits of news that we get from it. So this is a bunch of random news from the thing. So this is uh, David Gibson, who's an analyst. Uh, and I follow him on Twitter and seems like a pretty nice and reasonable guy. Um, he attended the event and so just kind of live tweeted out some things. So this is just... I'll, I'll read a bunch of these and we can just kind of stop on the ones that are interesting. Because some of them are kind of nothings, but others are quite yeah. interesting. So, so here's a bunch of things that he took note of. So uh, after the new year penetration is accelerating for switch cool uh nintendo expect for further growth 
switches up. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a news topic. Uh, switches up 23% year on year. Switch globally ahead of 3DS pace, but behind DS slash Wii. However, launch timing impacts comparison, which I thought yeah. was interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, it's essentially saying what I said already, yeah. where uh-huh. it's always a holiday behind. Granted, it's not. I don't. I think DS launched holiday. It might have also. 3DS didn't. I don't. Maybe it didn't have a worldwide launch though either. Like that's especially yeah, that's back then. True. It was, you know. So maybe it was holiday here or was not holiday here. Yeah, because I, I know I know 3DS was not holiday because mm. that was like April or something. Yep. Like that. I remember getting mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so and North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So DS pretty much worldwide with the exception of europe mm-hmm. but like europe you know what i mean yeah. no, I'm uh japan <laughs> and north america it was holiday gotcha um regular ds mm-hmm. uh 3ds wikipedia i'm counting on you to just have a quick link to the 3ds from the ds <laughs> uh here it is successor there we go okay so no just generally it was not holiday gotcha um everywhere it was around february between february and march oh interesting it says launch timing so, impacts comparisons but in that case not a whole lot for the ds it, it impacts it for the ones that it's being outpaced by right is what he's saying mm-hmm. um because the ds again like that was holiday mm-hmm. for the biggest markets mm-hmm. that they have and then we again right that was holiday yep. um so yeah it makes sense mm-hmm being ahead of 3ds i think is uh impressive but like also that's more of an apples to apples comparison right yeah yeah for sure uh next up it says smash bros is the ultimate driver of post new year sales of switch seeing compare or seeing expansion of games played by those users uh games sales plus is 50 percent year on year in march quarter as a result um so that's good Switch software sales per hardware is better than Wii at a very high level. Okay, this one was interesting. So again, I'll read it again. Switch software sales per hardware is better than Wii, which is which was already I mean, a very high level. That, I think it says. I don't know if that's. I, I don't know if that's impressive. I, yeah. Um. Just because, like, like I said, like a lot of people, they bought Wii mm-hmm. and that's what they did. You right. know, like they had what was in the box and they're done. Yep. <laughs> they're like, all right, I got Wii Sports. Maybe I it got bundled with Mario Kart or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, which I mean, obviously not at launch, but mm-hmm. when they got it, um, and then that was just it. Like they didn't buy more games for Switch. It's like Switch owners seem to be buying a ton of games. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a difference between it being surprising and it being important, you know, so I think yeah. it's like it's not surprising for sure, because like you said, I mean, the number of people, my in-laws, for example, exactly have a Wii that has Mario Kart, Rock Band, maybe Just Dance and maybe like probably Wii Party or Wii Play or something like that, you know, like um, right. or Wii Sports or something. I don't know. So which, you know, those are all great and good and fun. But that was exactly what it was, you know, like they aren't liable to have a switch particularly but um i could probably influence them in that direction but no (laughs) but more realistically i think is just that yeah it's really good especially because software is where they make most of their money so if if the hardware does continue to keep up or like keep even close to the wii pace and the software is so much higher then that's you know really good yeah yeah like that's that's big money for them in that regard Uh, monthly active users has doubled year on year in March quarter, which 
I, I'm, I mean, I don't know how exactly they pick that metric, but I guess just people that are playing in general. So that's, I don't know what, like, but like, this is another one that like, this is one of those like, uh, bullet points. That's like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Cause in the last year they doubled mm, their yeah. install base. So yep. you would assume that the active users also. Don't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a very good point. Because I, I was wondering, like, is it if it's like a percentage kind of thing, then cool. But obviously, the wording seems to not imply that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, in fiscal year, uh, it, this next fiscal year, in addition to main titles, Nintendo will have new titles that communicate how much fun users can experience with its device. <laughs> Great. What does that mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield gameplay. Okay, I actually have this one as an article, but we can talk about it right here. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield gameplay has reinforced the portable play mostly. And which what does that mean? That's okay. <laughs> so here's the full... Um, the full thing that, that Shintaro Furukawa said on it. So, one pair of major titles being released this new fiscal year is Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. These new titles, first announced in a Pokemon Direct in February, have generated a huge response from consumers. Pokemon Let's Go and Pikachu Pokemon Eevee, which were released in November of last year, are designed to highlight the fun of Nintendo Switch and TV mode, for example, by waving the controller at the TV screen to capture Pokemon. Pokemon Sword and Shield are being developed to emphasize the fun of playing Nintendo Switch in handheld mode. We want these games to be played not only by longtime Pokemon fans, but also by consumers whose first encounter with the series was on a dedicated video game platform with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Okay, I still don't understand what that means. I, <laughs> like, what what about handhelds is, like... I, I get what he's trying to say. Like, I get what he's, like, gesturing at, where it's like, this is a Pokemon game, right. you know? Like, or this what is he's not, hopefully trying to say, <laughs> in any case. Yeah, like, this is, like, a, a, a dedicated Pokemon game akin to what you would see on the handhelds up until this point. Right. Um, but, like, it... it it doesn't it's not a good like kind of way to like frame that where it's like pokemon let's go is supposed to be enjoyed on your tv mm-hmm. because you like wave, wave your controller around you have the pokeball plus and you have stuff like that what what's the the comparison point for that for being handheld yeah like what about pokemon gameplay is like inherently handheld yep the only things that i could think would be like touchscreen stuff and i don't I mean, besides maybe resource management, I don't really want touchscreen stuff. So, <laughs> I i mean, I think really, I mean, like you were saying, I guess really this probably just means, yeah, it's just a, it's a standard, you know, it's akin to the handheld games of the past in that, in gameplay sense that there's not like extra gimmicks and stuff, you know, as far as, or at least that's what I assume it means. Yeah, because like when I think of like, something that's like oh this is like this emphasizes the benefit of something being handheld mm-hmm. it's the the pick up and play like i'm gonna right. like i would say puzzle games are really good at that right. where it's like i'm just gonna clear this puzzle and then i'm done mm-hmm. you know but pokemon's not really like that yeah and that's the thing and it's kind of a like not exactly what we want to hear too because even though yes like let's go pikachu and let's go eevee emphasize the tv aspect it wasn't for the reason specifically that we want i.e you know yeah like it people was, are like oh i want better graphics and like that right sort of and situation. so like i think that's the thing is at this point we're excited because there's going to be a pokemon game on an actual home console even though it's a hybrid yeah. and also a handheld like it also is a home console so like right 
that we kind of that's important <laughs> like do something yeah. with that like people want the console experience yes. with pokemon like people want that yep um so yeah like we'll, we'll see how that pans out yeah. we'll see exactly what he's talking about <laughs> we sure will <laughs> man um so yeah uh continuing along in this thing releases are continuous with other titles also plans not announced uh yep that's to be assumed Nintendo Switch Online now has... Is it, though? I don't know if it is. <laughs> because, like, if you look at this year oh, compared yeah. to, like, last year, like, I would assume that they're going to announce more third-party stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, I think that their year is set yeah. just with the stuff that we know. I Like, additional stuff is cool, but I can't say that I expected it. Yeah. We have a question, actually, well, in the Q&A. I can't, of- I can't say that I expected it in the sense that, like, oh, they better have more stuff announced, yep. you know? Yeah, I, I don't... There's not a whole lot of gaps. I actually was going through, and I don't know if you saw me tweet about the Excel spreadsheet that I made, because I did. No. It was, I I was just doing a project at work that had a lot of like waiting around time, because I was doing a huge, huge import that took forever, and then had to do a bunch of them and stuff. So in the meantime, while I was waiting for those to happen and paying attention out of the corner of my eye, I was like, I'm going to make a spreadsheet of all the games <laughs> that I have on Switch and the different, like, I don't have folders yet, so I was oh subcategorizing them into like... Having check marks for multiplayer, or like you know, first party and third party and stuff. Just because I don't know, I'm a weird guy. That's what I. That's what I do. <laughs> um, but then I also made one for upcoming games that you know, or games that exist that I'm interested in. But like, th- there's some reason I haven't gotten them yet. For example, like I am waiting for a sale, and like if if this game hits this price point, then I will buy it. Something like that. Again, mm-hmm. fairly stupid, but the kind of fun things that I like to do. <laughs> I mean, hey. It makes sense. I can't relate because, like, <laughs> just I'm just like, like the extent of planning that I do for what games I'm going to get is like, hey, um, can I play this? Yeah. Um, and then like, if I like it enough, like, I think the the last game that I bought mm-hmm. was Dragon Ball Fighters, and mm. that's because I didn't have a Bandai Namco contact yet. Yep. Um, but I wanted to play the game, mm-hmm. so I bought it. Um, but I didn't think of it like that, you know, like I'm not like when it gets to this price and blah, blah, blah. And chances are now, like just because of like the whole Nintendo thing, mm-hmm. um, I'm less, uh, stringent yeah. on like what I buy. Right. It's just like a thing of like, Hey man, I like supporting developers and like I already, <laughs> I already don't do that much directly. Yeah. I mean, I tell people about games and say, Hey, you should buy this game. And I'm sure that's helped them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like. Uh, I don't really think about it in that way. So, like, if I, like, thinking about it, it put myself in those shoes. Like, I can understand people playing their games out like that. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yep, there it is. It's just, that's the way the things go. But uh, the, so the whole basically point of what that... we're saying is Parker will make your spreadsheet for you <laughs> and you just got to punch in the games that you I have. Mean, absolutely. If somebody wants the template, I will send it over. That's, that would be uh, fun for me. But uh, the, the thing I was going to say was I was looking at the latter half of this year and I was like, I don't even know how I can plan out what these games, I mean, I just put in like fake dates that some stuff was going to be coming oh, yeah. out, but mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Like it seems just super crowded even with just yeah, this. Like, we don't even know. And like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. Is there is there a new story in here for this Mario Maker stuff? Uh oh yeah, I forgot to put that in. That's uh June twenty okay. eighth. <laughs> what are they doing? Why though? Like, why why are they just like announcing stuff like that in tweets? Yep. 
I like, I mean, like you totally can announce it in a tweet. Like it's not like we needed all this per- pomp and circumstance to be like, hey, this game's coming out on this day. Mm-hmm. But like, it's still weird. <laughs> it's still like nobody expected them to just be like, hey, this uh, one of the biggest games that we're releasing this year. Yeah. Here's a tweet that tells you when you could buy it. Um, which gives me hope for E3, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I want to like use that, you know, like because like if you, you want to have that hope and then be disappointed, right? I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily be disappointed. Cause like I said, this year, like the games that we already know of, yeah. like I'm already done, you yeah. know, like I'm. <laughs> this is all the games that I need. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I'll happily take more, but like. Pokemon, honestly they could have just released pokemon <laughs> and animal crossing yeah. and i'll be like all right cool yep. like i'm down uh but we're getting way more than that yep. um so like just thinking about the directs that we've had so far this year and then also heading up into e3 mm-hmm. it feels like they're getting rid of a lot of the stuff that we would view as fluff yes you know right. where it's like okay i know this game exists you don't gotta spend too much time on it just give me a date and be done with it Yep. I feel like they're just giving us a date and being done with yeah. it. <laughs> like, we might see it like a highlight reel of like, here are all the games that are coming out with the like splash screen of like, this is the, you know, like the lower third mm-hmm. of like, this one is coming out. Um, but not like a whole two minute segment of Mario Maker 2. Remember we announced this? Here's more. I'm, you know, like, yeah, I'm really, I'm excited. This is a, th- uh, a thing that was, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm really excited that this E3, it's not like there's one obvious game that's going to be like the game they're going to spend like all their time on. Because even, I was kind of disappointed is probably the wrong word, but like at the end of the 2017... How dare you say you were disappointed about Smash Bros. So how I wasn't even going to say you, that. I was going to say the year before you. that with Super Mario Odyssey. Oh. Like, oh, okay. that... That's okay. <laughs> you can be disappointed in Mario Odyssey. But just the pacing no, of the directs for both of the, for ba- the past two years has been like kind of like here's a bunch of games here's a bunch of games here's a bunch of games and then like right at the end and here's, here's the yes game. exactly which is like yeah that's that's not really the best way to do it in my opinion yeah, i mean for mario odyssey uh i mean i love seeing all the mario odyssey stuff for mario odyssey i was less irked about yeah. it I don't even remember being arc now that I think about it mm-hmm. um, for Mario Odyssey because we didn't really know that much. Yeah. Like we just, I don't even think we knew what it was called. Oh, maybe we didn't. Did we? Um, oof. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but for like Smash Bros, we got so much information. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It was, it really was, it was just too much. Granted, I mean, like we didn't know what Smash Bros. Ultimate was called either. Yeah. But like it, all the stuff that was, that was after mm-hmm. that like all the directs that we got post e3 right it just made it feel like that was even more worthless yes, you know right. it's like we didn't need a half an hour to talk <laughs> about smash brothers it's not necessary i mean and the thing too is like the the most recent directs like the one last september and then the one in february have had like the perfect pacing like even if the games themselves right. aren't the ones that you would want to see in there or whatever like the pacing itself was Phenomenal, and so like I'm hoping yeah, like, that that's going to be the case that, again. <laughs> the only thing that really matters, um, at least to me, like how I grade directs, yep. isn't like it's different from like how a lot of people do, where it's it's usually like super personal. It's like how many of these games do I like? Right. Um, for me, I don't really care about that. I'm just looking at what is the variety in games that they announced. Yeah. Um, and if they had like a couple of games for like everybody, or at least one, really then that's a good direct in my mind. Like, um, Izzy Nobre, who's another YouTube friend that mm-hmm. we have, 
uh, he tweeted during the direct. He was like, "Oh, this was a bad direct because <laughs> only like only like four games." Yeah. And I'm like, "What? Oh you know, like yeah. what other ad gives you four games that you like? Mm-hmm. You know, like this is an ad, yep. <laughs> and they just sold you on four games. That, That's more uh, games than a lot of people buy in a year." Yeah exactly yeah that's and like i think i mean fully agree the um and the e3 direct last year too there were a bunch of games that honestly like were in a sizzle reel that if they'd taken them out of that sizzle reel, like uh i i think on a viewer viewership standpoint and a like just you know pr press like what's going on in their standpoint are kind of two different things and i think what you know you were saying as far as just seeing what the variety is is kind of that more just PR press like here's you know what all we got and what new information we have now but there's something to be said for like they just you know need to (laughs) make it feel like fun in the same way that in a movie for example can feel super long and dragged out but have the exact same information if you take out just a couple of the things that are still in there and it feels like a better movie just because they took out some stuff, you know, it's like, it's not about exactly the content that's in there as a viewer. It's about the pacing of it and like the kind of the ride of it. But then also I definitely, like you said, if it's, if you're watching an an indie direct and all of them are 2d side scrolling platformer, eight bit games, then that's going to be a little bit like, all right, like, Come on. <laughs> yeah. I need a little bit more going Unless on this. Unless you like that sort of thing. I mean, in which yeah. case, cool, I guess. But, like, I would definitely yeah. be like, eh, At that point, it would be subjectively is- good, but objectively, like, not the best showing overall. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you're marketing to almost 35 million people at this point. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta spread that out. Granted, I mean, with that said, like, the last Direct was, like, RPG heavy, yeah. you know? So, like, True. there wasn't, like a crazy amount of variety but there was variety Mm -hmm. and that is a good thing it is yeah on this topic too there's actually there's a bunch more bullet points in this but i'm not going to go down there we can because i mean we could still go through all right i'll just read them real fast then but because the next article i was going to have was actually still kind of related to some things we were just sort of talking about Oh man, okay. this has this a lot of good things that will even lead to more conversation. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so that was releases are continuous, so the other titles plans not announced. Blah blah blah. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online now has nine point eight million accounts, excluding trial, which I think excluding trial is a, g- a good thing to add in there. That was an important thing for them, yeah, because everybody was like, "How many of these are free right. trials?" And blah, blah, blah. So nine point eight um, out of thirty four point seven four million. Like that's not that's not awful, but it's also not like amazing um but i do feel uh, like when i don't i don't know i think that that's on par yeah. with uh with like playstation at least xbox is another story because they have like way more users right than yeah. uh they have like 60 million or something like that playstation has like 30 million gotcha paying subscribers okay um, so it's a third which is exactly yeah. right so like that's the, the more or less the same ratio mm-hmm. yeah i mean and i think well and, and it's so much cheaper like i Anybody who's still mad about it, like, come on. <laughs> I, I have lots yeah. of words I could say. But um, I do think when they add, I'm curious to see in any case, when they add SNES games or something else besides NES games to that part of it, if that's what they're going to do, uh, which is maybe they don't do it as part of the online, but I don't know, whatever. When they keep adding stuff and improving the value of it too, I just feel like that's going to go up even more. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Tetris 99 has had 2.8 million accounts played this game. Um, 
that to me is weird. Yeah. Like I would think that it would be more than that. Yep. But there you go. Hey man, not everybody likes Tetris, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they plan to add more to Nintendo Online, including more classic NES titles to make it more attractive. Okay, so, um, so obviously not just adding more NES titles at this point. Besides, like pulling yeah, more third parties. I don't know parties. why they name checked that. Yeah, I don't know why they said we plan to add more NES titles. You know, like that's that's a yeah. I mean, but I am glad the no, phrasing so. of it says plan to add more, including more NES titles. Right. So that does mean there's something besides just those, which is you know mm. hopeful. <laughs> um, all right, this one's a, actually a big one that I didn't include as an article, but uh, China working with Tencent, but timing is not set yet and not in guidance. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's planning on going into China, which is is a whole topic in and of itself yeah but like that i don't know how much that matters because mm, um, like people are like china's like the biggest game market and like all mm-hmm. this stuff but like switch is kind of already available in china hmm. so i don't know if like that easier access is going to like make it explode you know yeah of, of like okay we got we went from two million people in china having a switch to 35 million more you know like i i don't know if that uh-huh. being available uh easier for them mm-hmm. is going to like dramatically increase it i don't it that's a good question but, i guess i also don't know because my impression was that even even if somebody in china could theoretically get one by you know like them getting it through uh somewhere else or i don't know if you yeah, can like go through like hong kong or right like, yeah exactly yeah i at that point i still i want i feel like my okay here's my guess if anything it would change the culture not change the culture but would make it to where like having a switch is a pop in like when pokemon was more popular during pokemania than it was not during pokemania or whatever so right. i feel like to some degree if like there's actual marketing everywhere for it and yeah. all that kind of stuff then it'll be something where it's like oh that's you know like Fortnite is or whatever where um because lots of people are playing it lots more people play it or whatever so i am curious as well to see how that pans out because i i have no idea but i mean it sounds like it could be something really early investors think it would be something really big but Mm-hmm. That's not anything I really know a ton I about. Granted, investors are kind of stupid. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we've seen that a number of times. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, uh, mobile expanding with two titles this summer: Mario Kart Tour Beta to do final polish before the launch. Uh, those two titles are Mario Kart Tour and Doctor Mario World. Yeah, I'm upset about that um because they're having a beta and it's only android yeah. that's not cool yep apparently i've heard the speculation at least that it's just because android has more like variety of phone you know like a lot of phones run android but it's like you can have a samsung or an le or whatever yeah. i mean it's probably easier to like have a beta right on android too like, could be yeah. i know uh apple does have like they have like a a, a system for that it's like test flight or something mm-hmm. i know i well, i don't know if i can talk about that <laughs> um but i've done that yeah. in the past for apps um, <laughs> so like i mean they could theoretically but yeah. i don't i don't maybe it is because of that like troubleshooting with like the five billion different mm-hmm. uh, SKUs of android that there are yeah, but if you if you've got an Android and uh, you can apply before May seventh, I believe, and then May twenty second to June fourth is when the actual beta would be. So go check it out and tell us how it is because I want to know. At that point, I mean, we'll have lots of information about how it runs, so that's good because I don't yeah. know what the game's even like. They haven't told us, but May seventh is and coming I up pretty soon. So. What 
I wonder how far because it's a beta, it's not an alpha, right? So we're not looking at like six, seven months, yeah. from that. Like, are we going to get it in like? I don't know. I mean, like they said August? summer 2019. So okay, yeah. yeah. So pretty soon, I guess. I'm thinking August at the latest. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm thinking something. I mean, at that point, we'll have marketing about it as well to some, be, or at least again, like it's a beta, so we'll know how the game works and like what the mechanics are and stuff like that. So I feel like they wouldn't keep that too far out. So yeah, yeah. I'd say probably July or something. It would come out. Also, I don't even know why I'm like acting like I'm going to play this because I'm probably <laughs> not. Like I'll, I'll try it. Like I always yeah. try their mobile games, but like I just don't play games that much on my phone. It really it depends on what it is for me. Again, I've said before, I've got fairly specific kinds of games that I would play on my phone. And it's probably not this one. Dr. Mario World yeah. actually might be the kind of thing I yeah, play on my phone. Yeah, see, I might play that. Because, yep. like, if I play, like, the only games I play on my phone are, like, what is this, like, threes, like, stuff like yep. that. Right. So I could see myself playing Dr. Mario. Yeah, something where I don't have to be constantly looking at it, I feel like is important. Where, yeah. like, I can just, like, I don't know, be watching a TV show and then every once in a while kind of look down, do a thing, and, like, look back up. That kind of thing. Is nice. Although yeah. with Dr. Mario, I guess that you still kind of have to be watching, but whatever. Um, moving on, some more things. E3 will not have significant presentation for analysts, but will have demos and events. I don't, Which, again, like, I don't know why they said that. Yeah. It's been like that for years. <laughs> yeah, I was like, going to say, like, that? no. Like, oh, I could man. only see, like, the only time that I could see them having, like, a press conference is if they're having a console launch around that time. And even then, it's like, right. they don't need that. Yep. Um, during E3 anyway. Like, they'll have, like, a live presentation like they did for Switch, and it'll just be removed from, like, E3. Yep. Because people mostly own their own messaging now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I don't I don't know why that is. I mean, especially, like... And a ma- microwave, which we saw with even, yeah, just Super Mario Maker 2, or Mario Maker 2 just coming out. And with the release date on Twitter, like, they don't, they're not yeah. working on getting together a big press conference to show that, or even a direct, just right. letting us know. Which also, by the way, it's pretty much the end of April, so no April direct, turns out. <laughs> we were all like, probably April direct, but barely not. I just felt like we we're going to have a direct before E3. I don't know if it was going to be April. Yeah, I at this um, point, I feel like it's... I mean, they might not do it now. Yeah. Just because they're over here announcing Mario Maker release dates on Twitter. (laughs) They, I mean, they could even. Maybe they're going to announce three new games on Twitter. I mean, (laughs) maybe that's what's going to happen. It's entirely. (laughs) It's possible at this point. (laughs) We'll probably get two 3DS games announced on Twitter. Yep. Oh, I did read those numbers, by the way, but the 3DS, yeah. I was surprised that they did. The 3D, RIP 3DS. I was surprised that they didn't officially say in this, like, the 3ds is dead <laughs> they also yeah, well like, they haven't given any prediction oh wait actually maybe they did I mean, they, yeah i think they did yep, they did um for the year but uh they basically said that it's dead and like more or less they were basically like we're just going to sell this yeah based on its existing library yep. and like people are going to buy it for that yep um, they're they're not saying that they're actively supporting it anymore in the in the sense that like oh well uh, Mario Kart Nine come into 3ds yeah they're definitely you know? not I just looked at the forecast again their forecast for last fiscal year was 2.6 million and they sold 2.55 million and their forecast for this next year is 1 million 
So like yeah, probably right. just holidays <laughs> is they're going to sell right. some more and then that's it. So, yeah, uh, which is fine. No problems there. Um, but yeah. And then uh, on they said on China, Nintendo doesn't know timing. So not in guidance, even if included, then not going to be significant this year. The phrasing is weird there. <laughs> They're they're basically saying like that's not part of their projections right. because they don't know if they're going to release it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which is good to that they're not inflating based on that, and then they'll have some issues come up or whatever. Yeah. I want to know what they think that means. Like mm. when they do do projections, like yeah. thinking of China, are they going to be like, oh, we're adjusting our eighteen million to forty two, yep. <laughs> forty two million. That's how much we're going to sell <laughs> this quarter. Yep. Yeah, and I think also their um, projections did not include the Switch Mini stuff, which we can of course. get into yeah. the Switch Mini thing that they said. Because um, that was, yeah, uh, if it weren't, uh, it's going to be more than 18 million. Like with it, with the Switch Mini stuff coming out, yeah. which it sounds like is a done deal at this point, um, we got even more reports of it from like Bloomberg and uh, Nikkei came back down and said like yep no it, it really is happening <laughs> um so they they were asked during this presentation if they had plans for um announcing the switch mini or a switch revision at e3 and shintaro furukawa said so it says nintendo president shintaro furukawa commented on some of the speculation during a financial results briefing today he said new hardware will not be announced at e3 <laughs> so like that uh, that that's a lot of wiggle room still <laughs> yeah he didn't say no we're not working on new hardware uh-huh. he deal with it yeah uh he he just said no new hardware specifically at e3 yeah well and he didn't even say it wouldn't be at e3 so much as it wouldn't be announced there so it's still possible right. like maybe they announce it beforehand and then they show it That's off at true. e3 or you know or they announce hey, it after or whatever nintendo do me a solid fam and just have a demo event in new york because that would be easier than e3 agreed and have it during a date that i can come up there and also yeah. go <laughs> i would be happy with that <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you do me a favor yeah God? which i mean two favors they, two favors by having the event and then also inviting me to go to it two favors. that's true <laughs> just having it might not be quite as helpful to you yeah. as you being able to go <sighs> man um yeah there's a, just a lot of a lot of other little news things whatever the the thing that i wanted to read on this um on just the ips and stuff that we were kind of talking about uh again this is from shintaro furukawa as as far as when we were talking about all the games coming out this year um he says as you can see we will constantly well it shows a slide that has labo vr super mario maker 2 fire emblem three houses astral chain pokemon sword and shield luigi's mansion 3 animal crossing and Link's awakening interesting to me that um Astral Chain is on here, which is third-party developed, but yeah, is is exclusive. But I I didn't think was like first party. I think it's published by Nintendo. Okay, um, but then what about Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three? Isn't that one also published by Nintendo? I, yeah. So why yep. didn't they put that up here? Is what I wonder. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe they don't care about it. Maybe that much. not. 
<laughs> but in any case, the thing that he said, uh, as you can see, we will constantly release new titles during the fiscal year ahead, and there are still more titles we haven't discussed. We intend to continue to expand the lineup of software that can be enjoyed by consumers around the world and that will keep people playing Nintendo Switch. In addition, we will continue with efforts designed to keep consumers playing software long after it has been released. For example, we released a f- major free update to Super Smash Brothers that, all- that adds uh, Stage Builder and the ability to edit and post gameplay videos simultaneously with the release of the first set of paid add-on content this month. Mario Tennis Aces was released back in June of last year, but we've continued to hold tournaments and distribute new characters, and in a major free update, added a new kind of gameplay also this month. By releasing content online and holding events that build excitement for a game, we are making the game fresh for consumers and encouraging them to keep playing. Yeah, kind of two topics there overall. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of those, I mostly the Mario Tennis one, I think just gets to me because I'm like, I so I played Mario Tennis immediately when it came out and I played through the full campaign really fast and it was like, and yes, it's kind of like the Kirby Star Allies situation again where yeah. like there's a lot, there is a lot of content now, but I don't know. I, f- I feel like you can't have not enough content at the beginning to then have enough content later. You've got to have, I would rather more sparsely new stuff come out and then, I don't know, like something about that just doesn't feel quite, the balance wasn't right there. It depends on the game yes. for me, because like Splatoon, when that initially did, mm. I mean, people complained about it where they're like, oh, I'm, and I, by Splatoon, I mean the original on Wii. Okay. Um, which, I mean, Splatoon 2 was kind of the same way, but it launched with more content initially yep. than the first game did, obviously. Um, but like people were basically like, oh, this doesn't have enough content, blah, blah, but like their content strategy for that game worked for me because mm-hmm. it did exactly what they wanted it to where it was like hey here's this like small selection of weapons so you can get like uh acclimated to the mechanics of the game and mm-hmm. like find a weapon here that you like and then we'll sporadically release new stuff so you can try that out and see if you like that more and like stuff like that yep um so like that worked for me and because it's a multiplayer game like a lot of the times I'm not really looking for like a crazy amount of content, just enough content so that I can look at it and say, oh, I like this. And by content, I mean like specifically like, like uh, weapons or like in Smash Bros, like fighters and stuff like that. Like I don't need the 75 fighters in Smash Bros. Right. I just need them to have enough variety that there's a chance that I like one or two of them, <laughs> uh-huh. you know? Uh, so like in that regard, like that works for me. Um, I think for Mario Tennis, it's kind of half and half in that way mm-hmm. where it's like I want them to have enough content because it is like it does have a, a big influence. I mean, not influence, uh, a big focus on single player stuff like, you know, like they advertise the story mm-hmm. and all this stuff and also just local play in general. But it does have that online multiplayer component. So I would say that like in some ways they can get away with less content because a lot of the content for people that like really like that game is going to be just playing it online, you know? Yep. Because it's tennis. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know how many how many uh, big spins you can put on it and that's, post-launch. That's the... Hey, I saw that, what you did there. Um, the <laughs> tricky thing, I guess, too, is that, like, with Splatoon... Because I think that's a great point, and I really... The fact that I don't play Mario Tennis online is also what hurts it, to where, like, the game has more content in the, in the sense of... I could play it online as much as I want, and that's kind of endless content, technically speaking. But, um, right. you know, I just happen to only play the single-player stuff just and, like, a little bit of local 
multiplayer stuff. Yeah. But um, the the thing with Splatoon, it, like my impression of it is that the weapons included in there change up the gameplay more so than like change up the experience minute to minute, probably more so than a new a character in Mario Tennis would? I don't know. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it depends. It, it depends. Because, like, if, say, I only like Mario mm-hmm. in the initial launch, right? And then they release a character that plays differently than Mario. Mm-hmm. So, like, rather than an all-around character, they release a technical character. Yeah. And that just so happens to be the only technical character I like. Mm-hmm. I would say that that's a bigger change than a lot of the changes that we would get in Splatoon, mm-hmm. where it's like, here's this uh, new weapon that is just like a reshuffling of the ones that we already have available. Because yeah. a, a big differentiator for the weapons is like you have your main weapon, which would be like your dualies or your whatever. Um, and then you'll have like your sub weapon, which is like your grenade and that stuff. And then your special. So it's basically like sometimes we'll get brand new specials. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's like, here's a special that exists on this other weapon, but now it's on that that one, yep. you know? So it's like same same weapon, just different combination of things that you already have access mm-hmm. to. Um, so like, it really depends on who the character is and like what they are compared to like what already is in the game and if you like that character or not. Yeah. Or the, like the existing character. I guess I also wish like, cause they're adding new characters and they have added a couple new modes. Um, but like, uh, new stages like that. I don't think they've added new stages, but I could be wrong about that. Um, but that's something that like I know they added new maps or whatever to Splatoon as that went along. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something yeah. too. where like adding not just more content, but more content of a couple different varieties just feels a little bit more full at that point or something. Um, right. But again, it's it's kind of nitpicking in some regards, but, but like. It, Mario Party though, but that's <laughs> oh the goodness. one that I'm like, what? I, like, I was thinking the exact what? same thing like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, that is the game where it's like we need to be knocking down their door yeah, for this. I <laughs> do not understand. Four boards, four of them. Yep. And the, the, granted, I mean, a lot of people are gonna be like, but the modes, like, there's more modes, blah blah. Even each mode yeah. is like, if you combine all that stuff together, I wouldn't say it's enough to like constitute constitute a like major mario party right. release uh considering the like when you look at the older ones I mean, like the mario and it's one of those things too where like you if um there's some games that you can be playing it and you can tell like oh they're gonna add four more like if you're playing an rpg and uh you're like oh the way they spaced out these characters they could add in two more characters and slot these ones around so yeah. probably i'm gonna run into two more characters and they're gonna be added to my party blah 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 I feel like the the way that they spaced out that when you go to like the stage select or whatever in Mario Party up at the top right, there's like the three icons for the different yeah. ones or four icons for the different ones you can choose. And there's all this space between it and what's in the middle of the screen at the top where like it looks like, oh, they'll be adding all these icons over there. Nope. Yeah. Like they should have put those icons in a way that looked a lot more <laughs> just conclusive at that point. If that's yeah. what they're planning on doing. Yeah, it's it's rough because like I liked Mario Party, Super Mario Party, mm-hmm. um, but they need to add more content, yeah. and like that doesn't even have the benefit of Mario Tennis, where like you could play that online and it's the full experience with people, like whether it be friends that are farther away mm-hmm. or if you don't have friends that play this game, random people, yeah. you know. Uh, but Mario Super Mario Party doesn't have the full experience available online. Yep. <laughs> like you could just play a selection of mini games, you know, which is like 
just you know like if you're going to do support your games post release with downloadable content maybe include mario party in that especially since it's a game that sold what like almost six million maybe even more than that yeah i think yeah it's at uh here i've got it here 6.4 uh, million yeah, six point, oh almost 6.5 million copies of this game <laughs> And you you don't have post release content? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's crazy. It's it really is crazy. I and it's not like a. I I think with Mario Odyssey, like in my opinion, the reason it they're not doing like, DLC is because they're going like to do three times more. Yeah, than Mario Tennis and Mario Tennis has all that post release content. This is not. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but like, yeah, with Mario Odyssey, like I could see that they'd be doing a. a Super Mario Galaxy 2 situation where they're holding back extra content to do, uh, you know, a subsequent release. But that's just not, it's different than in Mario Party. Like, that's the whole thing is like, it's mini games. You can just come up with as many possible ideas as you can. Yeah. So, like, I mean, just like, th- that's also true. Like, are they planning a Super Mario Party 2? Right. Like, is that why? I mean, it's possible, but like, still, that's, if, if, if they're doing that, and I like, I would much rather have this one get even paid DLC of more stuff yeah. than have a second game that has just as little content with no more stuff added later. <laughs> right. I agree. Uh, but we could all just play one, that two switch. Base. Otherwise, that's another one that sold 2.97 million. It's still selling. That's How true. is it still selling? And it's not no a pack in game. No content for that game either. Uh, although, no, I guess that was a pack in <laughs> game for a couple around Christmas time. There was a, a, there was a bundle that had that i think as well yeah and i mean like one two switch for me feels more like a board game sort of situation you know because mm. it's like like a, a game, game to play but and then you'll get really <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like a board game yeah. like a like a physical board game uh-huh. actually i don't um, even know what's the like i haven't played it what's the ui like or whatever like all i know is it's mini games that's the thing like a lot of games aren't dependent on the ui Mm. (laughs) like a lot of games kind of like encourage you to not look at the screen right it's all like dependent on like the joy con and then do you just pick like we're we're gonna just go in we're gonna pick this one and then play kind of like in we play or whatever where you're just like we're gonna play that and then whoever wins wins we're gonna do the air guitar one we're gonna do the tennis one mm-hmm. where you play a table tennis and it's dependent on like oh it's not like it hit the table yep. that means it's near me and you, that, that whole thing it's gameplay away from the screen yep. <laughs> so like it's kind of like it's like um you know that uh what's it called no that's a bad comparison never mind forget what i was going <laughs> to say doesn't matter it's not it doesn't important. matter it's a stupid thing to say man yeah, but the, the fact that it's a video game, it's less like a direct video game thing, and the video game is just like support to like this experience that they want you to have like physically. Yeah. Interesting. That That is one that like, if I see it on super sale at some point, which I don't really see happening too much. I mean, like I could see it being like maybe $25, like half off at some point somewhere. Like I'd kind of like to have that just because I feel like that is a good one to have family around and show them like, yeah, like if you, cool if thing. you have like a lot of like, like get togethers and stuff where like, it's like a lot of friends mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that. It's a fun game. Yeah. Cause I remember like when switch first came out and I got pretty much everything when it launched mm-hmm. um, and I paid for that. <laughs> yep. So you people know <laughs> um, me and Logan and like a couple of friends, like we had a lot of friends uh, fun with that. Mm-hmm. One, two switch was fun for us, uh, but I can't say I'm still playing. It. Right. Yeah. 
it's only Super Smash Brothers could have taken you away from one two switch. That's, this is true. That's really it. Yeah, these are facts. Super Smash Brothers and Joker. Um, and Joker. <laughs> speaking of Joker, uh, <laughs> Persona Five S was not what we thought it was going to be. <laughs> so um, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <sighs> I still wouldn't be surprised if Persona 5 came to Switch, but it does seem like a thing of like them because Atlas doesn't support the Switch that much. Right. Like there's, I don't think there's any Atlas game. To my understanding, no. I mean, besides they're working on Shin Megami Tensei 5, but yeah, nope. Besides that, so like it kind of feels like it could be one of those things. that's like, oh well, no. If you buy this game, mm-hmm. maybe you know. And at that point, and I don't even care about Persona 5 to begin right. with. So like. I was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people are mad at this, but I'm just like, okay. I think if if they're not going to put it on at any point, like I saw a tweet that was about this, and I think it was kind of blown out of proportion, but I still agree with it in kind of theory. Something to the mm. effect of like, if this wasn't going to be actual, you know, Persona 5, like Atlas kind of, they were kind of like standing aside and just letting the rumors run rampant yeah kind of they should have got out ahead of it yeah. and been like no dude and <laughs> this is why like that, see that's another reason why i think that it's plausible that it could happen because they're not denying right. it they're not saying that this can't happen they're not saying this is an exclusive to playstation mm-hmm. platforms and stuff like that like they right. would do for a horizon zero yeah. dawn situation <laughs> you know like like people are saying like i would want that and then the studio would immediately be like no yeah. we're owned by sony like you know, studio like, mdhr did with cuphead <laughs> yeah exactly but there's no messaging yeah. around that saying that it can't happen so and it just makes sense so people are like well mm-hmm. i think it's going to happen um because i mean people would have said the same thing about cuphead yep. if you were like i think cuphead's gonna happen people would be like, it's microsoft game it'll never happen blah blah and here we are i mean i guess our last um, our, i don't know about our last chance it could technically happen whenever in like three years they decide that you know something something whatever but like theoretically i guess they could at e3 be like and persona 5 like now that persona 5 s is out of the way they, see but that's the thing like i don't, I don't even think they need that i don't think they, I don't need, think they need to it either yeah. have some type of event to do that i think they could just straight up be like oh yeah uh persona 5 the scramble or whatever it's called that sold 1.2 million units or whatever mm-hmm. and we're happy with that so we're going to port over persona 5 yeah. yeah i think i think just my frustration or frustration is a is a stronger word than i even feel but like it makes sense that they had kind of tried to just not be a part of any of the rumors at all like just not even talk about any of them because that does set a precedent to some degree but them just letting it egg on so that everybody like a lot of people watched a persona 5 concert just to find out <laughs> about persona 5s and uh yeah it was not exactly what we thing, thought like, it was gonna be. i guess this is me more so given them the benefit of the doubt yeah, right. like if they have zero plans mm-hmm. to do anything in regards to persona 5 like the full game yep. on switch um, and they're not blatantly saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, me being on the more positive end is because I think that they might do it. Yeah. So they don't want to like straight up swear it off. Mm-hmm. But if they are swearing it off internally and not communicating that, they're scum. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> yeah. yeah like, it's, it's all about honesty, one way or another. Like I don't really care on a personal level. Like it would be cool to have a fit, but I'm fine one way or another. Um, so as long as they're honest about what their actual intentions are, like, yeah, like you said, if they don't know one way or another, then, then cool. Just, you know, let it play out. They're not going to say, no, we're not going to bring it. And then later be like, but maybe we changed our mind. Like, 
they can just not say anything at that point. But if they know for sure they're not bringing it, then that's that was kind of low down. But in any case, are you yeah. any more excited about this than you would have been <laughs> about Persona no, 5? I don't care about Persona <laughs> at all. Uh, I... Um, I just, and the funny thing is, like Shimagami, isn't that the isn't that the main series? Like that's the one that's supposed to be the bigger deal. I I don't know for sure, but I think that sounds right. I think that was the original I series, and Persona, Persona was a spinoff. Yeah, I think Persona is the spinoff. I think okay, so Megami Tensei. I think if I'm right, I think Megami Tensei is a series, and then maybe Shin Megami Tensei is also a smaller spinoff of that or is maybe this just is an stupid <laughs> this is dumb i don't care about this game anymore with cool. good for me <laughs> um, yeah i i very much i, I might have gotten i probably would have gotten persona 5 i'm not getting persona 5 scramble i don't care about muso or dynasty warrior type games in the least yeah um yeah like the, the only small chance of me ever buying those games or getting those games is if I care about the IP yep. and I don't care about either one of those things. And even like I got Hyrule Warriors uh, hashtag provider <laughs> um, and like I wanted to try it just based off the fact that I like Zelda, yep. but I played it and I was like, I don't like yeah. this. Also, I just <laughs> looked like, it up and Megami Tensei and Shin Megami Tensei is the same thing. It's just the oh, okay. internationalization of it is Shin Megami Tensei, okay. which is but funny because it's like, that's not like it's English words. They just added an extra Japanese yeah, word. Yeah, they just added another <laughs> Japanese like, word. Whatever that's about. All right, then I'm less annoyed oh. and it's less stupid because uh, yeah. if they would have had a spinoff of a spinoff, <laughs> I, I would have been done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I'm still not going to play it. Um, but mm-hmm. there it is. Yep. We also will not be playing Metroid Prime 4 for a very long time, it sounds like. Oh, wait. No, wait. I want to talk about Detective Pikachu because I'm upset. <laughs> this, If it makes you feel any better, this isn't going into your video. This is an, a news bit, too. But before that, yes, let's definitely talk about Detective Pikachu. Okay, so Detective Pikachu, um, which I, I don't know. I tried to, like, look into this and see if Nintendo even has, like, a hand in any way, shape, or form other than, like, the kickback they'll get just by being right. partial owners of the IP. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but, like, I don't think they're involved with the production of this movie at all. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it's related in the fact that we talk about Pokemon all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, so yeah, for there, sure. This, I mean, There's it, your connection. Yep. Uh, they're having early screenings and stuff like that. Like they had the premiere in Japan, and I didn't expect to like hear anything about that. But there's people, and there was this. Uh, I I don't know. I guess they're like a brand ambassador or something. But he's in like Utah or something, and he has way less followers and subscribers than us. And he got invited to early screening. <laughs> I went early screening. I would stuff. very much love to see. I don't even care if it's early. I just want to see it when it comes out. I'm I want so early screen so I can make content That's about it before it comes also out. Also true. <laughs> I like okay. I saw. I just saw Avengers Endgame. It was great. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I'm excited. Detective Pikachu is on another level. <laughs> yes, so, I am, so, and I so feel ready. like that's like sacrilege for a lot of people because games like it's like pay off like how many years right, and so yeah. many movies and stuff like that. But I'm significantly more excited <laughs> for Detective Pikachu. Like, I'm definitely. It was a different kind of excitement. Like, I really was the past couple days before watching Endgame. Like, I was sitting at work like. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go see Endgame. But this is just like, Endgame I'm ready to just have was, such a good time and see my some of my favorite things on a big screen yeah. and just be really happy about it. For me, it's like Endgame, I think, I, I feel like I, I, I wanted to see it out of necessity because I want to see it. I didn't want to get spoiled. I mean, even though like in hindsight, I didn't really need to like do anything to avoid that, apparently. Um, but 
like this i just want to see because i want to see it <laughs> yeah right exactly i and that's rare for me for movies like usually i'm like ah, it's on netflix or whatever and a lot of times i won't even watch it there yep. <laughs> i'm not good at watching stuff but i do want to see the text yep and but apparently from what we've heard everybody seems to be saying that it's the first legitimately good video game movie which is yeah which, that's a win there was like <laughs> there's a lot of messaging around i've seen a lot of people posting like sharing articles and stuff mm-hmm. and being like does this break the curse i'm like can you break a curse by being one movie yeah i know and also like, it's like doesn't that just make it the exception to the rule <laughs> i yes and i think the thing is like the the kind of video game it was also lends itself better to a movie probably anyway and there's just you know yeah. like it's it's still different than it being like an rpg movie or something along those lines like that's it's gonna be hard still to make like a zelda movie work it's not that it's impossible but it'll be it would be hard in a lot of ways i think that they can make i i think the 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 thing that's good about detective pikachu is that they didn't try to remake an experience that a lot of people had right yes um, that's usually where that stuff falls apart yep. for video game movies is because they try to be like they try to reinvent something that you already have this idea of what it is, what it is and what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but Detective Pikachu, even though it's like I'd assume I didn't see it, uh, <laughs> Pokemon Company and Warner Brothers, uh, but I'd assume that it's like loosely based on the game. Like I, I know that there's like some connections where it's like people that are looking at trailers, like oh, there's a purple stuff nigh, and that's like the game, mm-hmm. you know, like that the whole situation. I don't know how much bleed through there is with that, um, but I think that the fact that I don't know that works to their advantage, yep. you know. Because I don't have these like preconceived like expectations of like this is what this should be because this is what the game was like. I just know it's based on the Pokemon IP, mm-hmm. and that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited! It's gonna be so good. <sighs> but that said, also Metroid Prime Four is gonna be good. That's the second segue no, to Metroid Prime Four I've made, AJ. I'm going to talk about Zelda now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, so this was this is just a quick one, but I put it at the end because it tied into your video because it's retro and stuff. Yeah. But uh, they're hiring twelve people, twelve positions for Metroid Prime Four, and I don't know like a ton about development or whatever, but it does seem to imply that they're still pretty early in development. Um, um it could mean that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that it means that they're as early as some people think they right. are. Um, I think that because like it had to be pretty recent where they basically were like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, this isn't working out. And then Retro was like, hey, well, we have an idea. And then they're like, OK, cool. Um, they had to have been working on that idea yeah. for some amount of time. And I'm sure that they've made some type of headway before Nintendo announced that they were going to do it. Right. Um, so they're probably deeper in than a lot of people think they yep. are because they're, they're, people are seeing like oh they're getting like level designers and stuff like that like there's hiring that happens throughout the development of a game at every stage right. i think it's what so, these positions are tipped that is what tips off to some people that were still in spots but i also have a, a theory kind of on that so let me the official this the positions they're hiring are um art director art outsourcing manager lead character artist lead cinematics artist lead external environments artist lead graphics engineer level one gameplay engineers and then some other ones blah blah um the the thing that i'm kind of thinking to just a rough workflow of what may have happened and where we may might be at just if 
if everything is going exactly as it is in my brain, <laughs> is <laughs> that Retro Studios had primarily one team, it was like one and a half team or so, that one of them is actively working on. I mean, and you actually know way more stuff about this than me because your video and all this stuff, but um, that one of them is actively still working on finishing up or being done with whatever game they hopefully have that's actually still happening that didn't get canceled um which mm-hmm. you know maybe star fox grand prix maybe something else i don't know um and knowing retro it wouldn't be surprising yeah. if you got canceled yeah exactly <laughs> a lot of their stuff gets canceled. yeah so that and then uh a, a half of a team or so working on like metroid prime trilogy and getting that you know working back on the switch and but like having to they would have to do a lot of stuff graphics wise to up it and whatever and then also you know so the hd part of it and then also the fixing it up so that it's the controls are modernized and all that kind of stuff so some amount of team on that but then we also did hear that they actually brought a retro brought a demo for metroid prime 4 to nintendo as opposed to Nintendo being like, Richard, please just help us fix the thing or whatever. So yeah. they had some kind of demo. Um, so all that said, I, I'm thinking Nintendo obviously wouldn't tell us like, hey, they we managed to salvage some stuff from Metroid Prime 4 that was being worked on already and we're bringing it over. Like, they just wouldn't tell us that, even if it were the case. So we don't know one way or another, but I suspect some I stuff... I think they completely canned it, but I do think that Retro probably made some sort of progress on with their vision for it. Yeah, so I think... I don't um, think when they, like... When we found out about it, they weren't starting from complete ground zero either. I think right. they were starting with some stuff from the last project or some stuff from their current like ideas and demo and stuff. And maybe even partly the engine that they have, you know, Metro Prime trilogy running on or something along those lines. So then at this point, it would still make sense that if they have kind of the bare bones of something that they would even if they're a little bit further in than at the way beginning stages that they would be hiring maybe some people to kind of build around that that are you know i don't know how this stuff works <laughs> yeah and i mean you would assume that i mean whatever they're doing they're doing it on a, a custom engine because to my knowledge they don't have like they, they didn't hire for like an unreal engine uh specialist right. in the past and they're not hiring for it now mm-hmm. Um, so you would assume that they either already have an engine or they're working on that. I mean, apparently if I remember right, Metroid prime one, two, three dunk, all of pretty much all the like retro games that have come out up till up through tropical freeze on switch have been the same engine. Yeah. So like what, like an iteration of their, of their tool. Yeah. So, I mean that, that would makes sense i mean it seems like at that point it's a pretty you know strong Granted, i mean donkey kong's on a different engine oh um for some reason i thought i understood it was on the same one but because they tested it on donkey on the metro prime engine and they're like all right this isn't gonna work gotcha i read a lot about retro (laughs) over this last week did you now (laughs) why would that be aj because I made a video about him. Part you made a gosh. video? Oh, so cute. Good job, man. That's so sweet. <laughs> uh, let's get into that. Yeah. Um, I just, my voice just cracked. That was fun. Uh, you made a video and then there were some comments and all that stuff. And uh, if people, if you watch our videos, leave some really fun comments and the fun ones get talked about in these podcasts, which is a grand old time so you can interact with the podcast and us and whatever so we've yeah, got some of those comments yeah. 
here we go. First of all, we sure do. Anthony Belvedere says, Star Fox Racing was announced as DLC to Starlink Battle for Atlas, so probably not. All I know, it better be epic to be waiting for years. Um, I responded to this comment basically saying, like, if anything, I think that lends more credence to it. Hmm. Like, because it wouldn't be the first time that Nintendo was like, hey, uh, we're working on this thing. Maybe you should uh, incorporate this into your game so people, like, we can gauge the excitement and, like, you know, kick that off Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, we did a Star Fox racing thing and, like, a tie-in, essentially, without flat out saying, like, this game's out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I doubt Ubisoft has the power to be like, we're making this racing thing retro- off, you know like <laughs> yeah no i mean i could definitely see that and it's like it's the racing part obviously isn't the it's one of those things where they already have good flight mechanics built into battle for atlas so if nintendo was doing the racing thing that with star fox grand prix if that's even what they're doing then it like you said it would make sense they'd be like oh you guys already have some good flying stuff you could put some racing stuff in too like that the two don't necessarily mean that it's not going to happen. Um, it's, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I, I also, I think I wouldn't go so far as to say that it means it's more likely, but definitely not that it's any less likely because of it. Um, although, I mean, I could see where people thought like, oh, that was the confusion behind the rumor because that was, it was actually, we were talking about this stuff instead of Grand Prix, but I I really don't think that was the case too because when the rumors for Grand Prix, Grand Prix came out, I don't think this DLC was, was even conceptualized. Right. You know. Also, it was like very clear that Retro specifically was working right. on it. It wasn't like a thing of like, Nintendo has a Star Fox game that works and we don't know what team right. it is. It might be Retro. It was like, no, Retro is working on a game and this is what the yep. game is. Yeah, I do think it's really interesting. The I mean, we talked about this a bit last week, but the whole thing of like Star Fox Grand Prix was a big rumor for like a couple weeks in the back ends and then a lot of people talked about it and then apparently it just shut up. So like, I knowing how good Nintendo can be about rumors and like how some things just really don't get out at all. The, I I could see them actually being able to shut up a leak <laughs> and have it yeah. you know like have it be a big leak for a minute and then just be completely squashed and that's why we haven't heard anything more. I mean, again, it's possible that's not the case, but it's interesting. Uh, Danny uh, Patak Paddock, uh, hey Danny, says I hope they're working on a new IP. That would be dope. I've wanted them to do that for a long time. Because yeah. retro, like, their whole existence, mm-hmm. as far as we know, that we've played, has been them reviving things, you know? Yeah. Like, they haven't released a thing of, like, here's our take on what a Nintendo IP should be, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's just, here's our take on an existing Nintendo IP. Yeah. And even then, it's, yeah, I think I'd be down with them reviving an IP more akin to, you know, Kid Icarus Uprising kind of thing where it's like, yeah. whoa, like it's a huge difference in take. Because, I mean, obviously Metroid. Where's the Ice Climbers game at, Retro? Yeah. Where's it at? <laughs> so, like, like you know, um, Metroid Prime versus 2D Metroid, it's different, but it's it's not like a whole world of difference and it wasn't like a nothing game now turns into a great game it's still it takes a lot of the core concepts and blah blah blah. but like i'd love for them to take an ip that really doesn't have a lot going on i mean like you said ice climbers where it's 
There's not I, a lot there. I'd argue that Metroid Prime was like a pretty drastic shift in terms of like gameplay and stuff like I that. I think it was in terms like, of minute to minute gameplay, but in the sense of like it being a Metroidvania like kind of thing. And right. like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of that, you know, and like implemented it into a different kind of uh, obviously, you know, atmosphere as far as like the gameplay itself, but just um, they had to think of like, how can we broaden this out as opposed to like, how can we make anything out of this? thing <laughs> whatever yeah. this is yeah it's kind of like a lot of like they they took metroid for what it is like conceptually as a franchise yeah. versus what it is gameplay wise mm-hmm. it's they, they didn't think like oh well metroid's a platformer so that means that we have to make this a platformer uh-huh. you know like they're like we're gonna make it shoot yep. <laughs> and that's what it is you know um so yeah like I'd, I'd like to see them do that especially since i mean that makes sense i wasn't even thinking about it directly in that way but maybe that is specifically a western thing where Mm. they do look at it like what it is as a whole Mm -hmm. you know versus like what it has been in the past very specifically Mm -hmm. like star fox is a rail shooter so that means it has to be a rail shooter right whereas like me and logan are like it's (laughs) like you know it's about this like bounty hunter crew and blah like that Uh can be anything as long as it like applies to that and it makes sense with that theming in the gameplay yep i mean like f-zero um, same kind of thing where it would be great if we saw captain falcon get out and be anything like a little bit captain falcon from star Fo- or <laughs> from smash, from smash brothers <laughs> yeah. yeah like because that's just falcon now. right like most people look at falcon as a smash Bros. character more than anything yep. most people don't even know he has his own game. yeah yeah exactly yeah um so yeah like let me falcon mm-hmm. punch somebody is all i'm yep. saying uh, exactly retro. especially like make, make it a big make deal a grand when it happens auto clone, make a grand theft auto clone <laughs> but have falcon be the character <sighs> absolutely but yeah i do danny you make a very good point of a new ip i think a lot of us are on that page of just i mean anything they make hopefully would be something or anything that gets out at least is hopefully something that's good but it would be great if it were a new ip as well guardian says metroid prime is one of the greatest games ever made I need to finish that series because mm-hmm. I always like dipped in and played a little bit, mm-hmm. but I never like finished it and I need to do that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, at this point, I'm just waiting for it to come to switch. And if that Same. doesn't happen this year, then I'll go back. And like I said, I've got the first two games on, um, on GameCube. I just, I just play handheld so much more than I play on the TV. So like, I it'll take me real, so long. real close. <laughs> real close to buying the trilogy on wii u mm. when that happened yep. but then it i saw it didn't support because there's like certain games that you can play on the gamepad if they right. have like support for the classic controller or whatever and it just was wii remote and i was like mm, i'm not doing that yeah. i'm not plugging in the sensor and getting batteries or recharge <laughs> doing any of that nonsense yep. i'm not doing it. i'm not playing <laughs> so i'm just gonna wait until it comes to switch um and if i got to I'll just get a GameCube mm-hmm. and then get those games or try to see if I can find mine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Uh, Adam Antium says, hey, I like that. <laughs> it's That's a Star Wars thing. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Star Although it mostly reminds it's me of the... DC. A... I know. No, I know. But it mostly Duh, reminds me of RuneScape, no. <laughs> actually, because that's... Uh, um, that's it probably is something like that too. yeah i mean that's a like tm mm-hmm. adding that that means it's a medal of some sort yep. so like maybe it's not a marvel thing you know what yeah I mean? 
I don't know. That's a good question. Where I, I could see it starting with with Marvel though, and RuneScape just was like, uh, I don't know, Adamantium because they've got like Mithril and Adamantium and Dragon plate mm. armor. Like that's not a thing. Dragon isn't whatever. Adamantium says good video. Hey, you don't know. Keep them coming. My favorite Retro Thanks. Studios game is the first Metroid Prime. It just has that atmosphere and that depth that I don't think any other shooter has been able to achieve. You know what's crazy? Like. In that time, there was like a real debate of like which game's better, which one's technically more impressive, Metroid Prime or Halo. Mm, yeah. Which like that will never happen again. <laughs> of them being like, what game's technically more impressive? This Nintendo game or this Xbox game? Yep. Like that was a interesting time. <laughs> Very much so. I mean, like ports to Switch are technically impressive that they can get certain ones to run, yeah, but that's completely yeah, different topic right. than right. like, yeah, exactly. Than like seeing it's like a different skill. It's like oh, you're able to like get the most out of a little. Yes, but in this regard, it's like who like whose technology is more impressive? Uh -huh. You know, like because both of them. I mean, Xbox was more powerful mm -hmm. than the GameCube. But the GameCube was competent. It was in the conversation still. Yep. I th Whereas now, like, you don't even look at it as, like, that thing. You yeah. Know? I think the comment's Not interesting, a... too, over here, where, like, it, you know, uh, it, that Metroid Prime has depth that other shooters don't have. I think because of that dichotomy, most shooter-type games or games with shooting mechanics in it have taken more from the Halo way of going about things and call of duties and stuff where it's the it's about shooting more than it is about you know progression everything else yeah right. exactly right. and like world and building and that metroid's kind of stuff. the opposite yes, of that. exactly metroid is like shooting is a means to an uh -huh. end rather than it being that yep. and arguably it's not the best shooting mechanics anyway yeah <laughs> but again with a, with an hd trilogy that could very well change and hopefully that's something true and they've yeah. since figured it out yes right and not not like retro specifically but like the industry has since figured yep. out how third person shooters work and how they should control yep exactly yeah liquid sun next up says i really enjoy listening to the history of one of my favorite game studios i hope you do more video more of these videos aj Thanks. I'll consider it. People need to click on them, though. Maybe you should share it. Tell your friends. Say, hey, you like these type of videos, too? Watch this. Because, <laughs> like, all signs, and we've talked about this, all signs say that the people that watch the video love the video. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the like-to-view ratio is Metrics good. and all that stuff. The, like, the viewer retention and all that crazy behind-the-scenes stuff. That's looking great. But YouTube doesn't look at that and say, oh, maybe we should recommend this to more people. <laughs> so, got to talk about the stuff that YouTube's going to look at and say, oh, maybe we should recommend this to more people. <laughs> yep. Which, SteamWorld Quest was not that. Uh, but but the last comment Truth. we've got uh, was wound up, wound up Penguin. It says, I really enjoyed this look at Retro, and I'd like to see you do the same thing for other Nintendo studios as you suggested. Keep up the good work. I was thinking like immediately after I made this because like it just it always happens mm -hmm. where I make a video and then it like then it's just news news happens yep. you know <laughs> like I talked about retro and then they had that the news about the like the hiring yeah. and stuff like that um, and I wanted to talk about Monolith and there was news about that and they're opening a new studio mm -hmm. but I don't know if I'm going to do that because I feel like Monolith is even less marketable than retro yeah right. <laughs> 
especially because a lot of the things they do are like great things that really matter to a lot of people i.e breath of the wild helping out type stuff where they they were really you know made a big difference i'm sure in breath of the wild but they're not like but it's like they're not the front yeah in the same way that honestly if you made a video about nintendo epd like the the content itself of like this is what it re- like Mario Odyssey and you know uh, Breath of the Wild, and, like yeah, all these things I mean, are so important. Like, like it's not marketable. We'll say I, Nintendo EPD. I, I feel like <laughs> Nintendo EPD is pretty marketable because like you don't even have to call it Nintendo EPD. Yes. You could just be like Nintendo's biggest studio, the studio that makes all the games you care yeah. about. You know, like that sort of thing. That's easy to market. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monolith is like they make Xenoblade, <laughs> so like you can't even do the thing of like the creators of this game. That's a big uh-huh. deal. You know, like because yep. the game that they're known for is like. You can't you can't be like the creators of Fortnite, where did they come from? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's Fortnite, so people are gonna care about that sort of yep. thing. Um but you don't have that to pin up for a monolith. Yep. That's the behind the scenes of people who are trying to make YouTube videos that you guys want to watch. <laughs> True. Uh yeah. It's it yeah, YouTube's been not helping out very much recently, which has been unfortunate. But uh, you guys are awesome, and we appreciate you guys for for checking in and uh, following up and commenting and liking the videos and stuff. Like that's super super important and helpful um, to keep the lights on and help us to be able to continue making things so that you can stay educated and entertained. These are facts. Facts and truth. Truth. Truth and facts. <laughs> um, some other things you can do that will keep you educated and entertained is asking us some questions like the ones that we're about to answer, which AJ mentioned earlier, Discord. That's a thing. You can ask us questions on Discord or otherwise AJ posted earlier today on YouTube. And uh, I don't think anybody asked some questions on YouTube, but whatever. They're they're there. And I think somebody just added a question on a Discord because I got a notification. So I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> to make sure it's there too so we can get all of them all of your questions um yeah because we missed brooks last we did yeah it was like right right in the not nick of time uh this one did come in in the nick of time it's 2ds who i guess used to be bebop is that right on uh i think so. discord what's up 2ds i this was the one that just came in and so i'm gonna read it before the other ones uh kill the animals question mark wait what do you okay so the reference to that is i think it's metroid fusion i i think oh yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, you have to yeah, decide yeah, if you want to kill the animals or not kill the animals i actually i haven't played metroid fusion if that if that is the one that it is um so i don't know from experience and i don't remember what the difference is honestly i remember that with the speed run people yes. like on uh awesome games don't quit yep it's like a donation goal it is or something a like donation it. goal <laughs> um I don't know because I don't know what, what happens if you don't or do. I think uh, it's better just, to kill the animals, but it's sad because you know, like that's messed up. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say don't because that's messed up. I, I we just had our dogs groomed today, and we pet a bunch of cats today at the pet store. So I'm also so I'm gonna, gonna say <laughs> do because they bit me. Actually, one of the like cats animals. did bite me, and that, I was like, come on! I was just I. I so it was at uh, PetSmart, and they have some some rescues that you can go in and see. And so I was petting one mm-hmm. cat, and she was super nice and sweet and stuff. And uh, then I went along and was petting some other cats. And then towards the end, I went back to that first cat, and she was like sniffing my hand, and and then she bit me and She's scratched like, me. She's like, "You've been tainted." Exactly, like a hundred percent. I'm positive that's what it was. She was like, 
I only loved you when you only loved me. So <laughs> I was like, all right, you're, you're, I'm can't take any of you home with me anyway. So I'm definitely not taking you home in addition. Uh, yeah. With two dogs, I would love to have a cat as well, but it's just not going to happen. But questions, kill the animals. We're going to say no for today. Check back in next time and we'll see how we feel. Maybe Parker gets bitten again. <laughs> Uh, my dogs do look very cute though now which is just very fun and nice um so next up so this is uh bagel denison which is brooks i hear asked specifically asked aj so i'm not even going to answer this question i'm just gonna sit back no i'll talk a little bit too but um do you think nintendo has the capacity to pull something crazy out of left field for e3 or will they really only have the bandwidth to focus on the announced titles um, I think bandwidth is less of the issue. Um, I think that I'm not sure if they have the catalog of exclusives that they actively support to do that. I think that we're going to get something announced that we don't know of, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's going to be like as big of a deal as the games that we already have, you know, because mm-hmm. um, the only other thing that they could do is like a new Mario game, but we're not getting a new Mario game. Yeah. You know, like we're already getting Mario Maker or Zelda, but like we're probably not going to get another Zelda. Mm -hmm. Like we're not going to get the Breath of the Wild this year. What about that Link to the Past, though? We're not going to get that? Come on, AJ. I mean, possibly, (laughs) but I don't know if that's like if that qualifies as the out of left field thing. Yep. No, I mean, Um, so like we'll we'll probably get something, but I don't know if it'll be like on the level of the games that we already know of. It's not going to be something that's going to become their big thing. It's not going to like trump Pokemon or Animal Crossing. Yep. I I agree. I think okay. Here's vague thoughts. I think it's entirely likely that we see what Retro's working on. So, but which is quite likely Star Fox Grand Prix um, possible. A we don't see it. B that it's not Star Fox Grand Prix and that it's just something else. I I think I agree on the front that we won't get a huge Trump thing or whatever. Um, but I guess it's possible that they pull i don't think they like doing this so they probably won't but like pulling a metroid prime 4 kind of thing and just teasing something that's for further in the future but that's really not been their mo for e3 especially besides metroid also i don't think that i don't think it really worked well yeah uh for them with the games that they did because like think about it like the only time they really did that was for pokemon Mm -hmm. and metroid um and in what regard for pokemon when they said we're working on a Pokemon mm. game for the Nintendo Switch, and then everybody's yes. like, "Oh, this is the one. This is where we're going to get it." And then they announced Pokemon Let's Go, and then they had the backlash from the yeah. you know the people are like, "Oh, but I want mm-hmm. the other thing." Um, so like, it really didn't benefit them. I mean, I feel like it benefited them in the moment in the sense that people didn't get mad then, yep. but they still ended up getting mad. Yep. <laughs> so it's probably better for them to like get mad in the past and then be excited <laughs> when the games actually happen. I think it was a very good decision for the first year but it's less mm-hmm. important now because at this point they could just focus on only what we know and that'll be i mean people will for sure be disappointed because they'd want left field stuff but that would be plenty of content as far as actual content goes um so they definitely they don't need to and it actually might be a bad decision in some regards but that's more something i think that it seems like the September Direct is more the one where they 
are now starting to do the further away stuff like how they yeah. talked about town or whatever but like also town that wasn't we don't know when that's coming out and yeah like are they talking about that during either like that can't be also holiday they can't do yeah, that to themselves i have no clue what that's that needs to be like a summer game yeah um i, I could see it september may i mean it can't be near. I mean, it's definitely different. I don't even from, think it could be September. September's also too close. Yeah. I guess the question too is what scope of game is it? Because it could very well be like a forty dollar something kind of game. Yeah, that's true. And then true. at that point, like that, that's great, you know. Um, but man, it's just hard, so hard to tell, and especially with Pokemon coming out and Game Freak doing both of those, like, it being 2019, I, I think that game's getting pushed back, mostly for just, it's just reasonable that it would. <laughs> kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I as So, but then as far as, like, left field stuff, I'm thinking this could be a year where possibly we see more third-party uh, support, but that we and maybe not like it's still possible that like we never get a call of duty on switch even though we got them on other consoles there there was something that they mentioned during their investor stuff where it's like this is the most development kits that we've been like send like that we've sent out for a platform ever Mm. which i mean that could mean something granted lots of indie developers nowadays (laughs) exactly (laughs) so like yeah yeah like we really don't know what that means yep so I mean that's that's the thing is like we could see a lot more in other companies presentations that they're like this game's coming out on everything right you know like I mean like Mortal Kombat and like Doom Eternal and Wolfenstein yeah. Youngblood and stuff like that but it's as far as in Nintendo's direct um I could see them having one bigger surprise kind of a thing. I mean, this is something we'll talk about more as it comes closer to E3. But for the most part, I feel like they've got so much already to talk about and focus on that they haven't shown anything of. Um, But we'll also see a bunch in Treehouse. Treehouse is going to be really fun this year because there's going to be a lot of... I just did not care about most Treehouse last year because it was Pokemon and Smash, both games that I really enjoyed and wanted to play, but just don't... They don't demo, or there. It just wasn't as interesting I think for Smash Brothers demos. It well. demos very um, well, but sorry, it like doesn't. Um, again, kind of like with the story arc, kind of a thing where it's like you're yeah. showing mechanics more than you are like, uh, you know, this cool part. Like Xenoblade was right. an awesome treehouse game. I think that I think for Smash Pokemon less so. I don't think they needed to demo that right. as much as they did, but I think that it was a good move for them to demo Smash Brothers a lot. Yes. Maybe not as much as they did, mm-hmm. but a lot. I think it was a good um, move. So I just didn't enjoy it. They can really <laughs> drive home. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they could really drive in like this is a different game. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Man, I still remember listening to you and Logan talking about that. It was just funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and still to this day, I still don't feel bad about that. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, you're gonna like regret that you said that." And blah blah. It's like no, based on the information that I had. Uh-huh. I didn't want to say either way, yeah. you know, because like as we knew then, they're calling it Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that's really the only information that we had. And then people are like, oh, but there's copyright. And it's like, yeah, but they have the same copyright mm-hmm. for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah. That was also copyright in the year that that game came mm-hmm. out. Um, so the information that we had didn't make it look like a new game. Yep. What did make it look like a new game was E3 and like the pace of the game and the style of the game mm-hmm. and like the UI and like all that stuff. That makes it look like a new yep. game. 
Agreed. Yeah, E3 is going to be interesting. I am just excited about it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Moving along. This is we true, gotta... and it's so close. It's so close. I know. It really is. It's just over a month. It's like a month and a half away, which is real yeah. fun. Um, we got a couple questions from our good buddy, Grim Hain. What's up, Grim Hain? Uh, this one he asked last this week. This first question, he already asked. He already asked this one. <laughs> yeah, he said, where's this Stan? We want make Dan. Sense. Not some non-ambassador followed by Reggie guy. Unless he's talking about you, because you're, I mean, I, technically you're, you're not an ambassador. So right. you're, um, you're not followed Grim by Hain, Reggie. Grim Hain, I am hurt. But I will, I will push through. And uh, it's funny how many people have like told me to like jokingly, of course. If they're like, I can't believe you don't like just say that to everybody. Where it's like, are you followed by Reggie? <laughs> like, do you know who I am? You know who follows me on Twitter? Like that sort of yeah. thing. Like I'm always telling Bob to do that. Where he's like, do you know how many subscribers I have? Uh-huh. How often are you and Reggie just DMing back and forth and? You know, all the time, all the time dude. man. I, I all knew the it. Time, man. I knew it. Matter of fact, let me reply. No, I'll, you know, I'll keep waiting. Sometimes <laughs> I keep Reggie waiting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I do from personal experience of keeping uh, you you waiting. I, I guess. <laughs> uh, all right, moving along. Grim Hain asks some more questions. Uh, PS5 backward compatibility sounds awesome. How is Sony going to make us cry when they re- release fully details? Mm. Um, th- his questions confused me. <laughs> I got dyslexic real quick. I was like, "What?" <laughs> um, but then, like, I get what I know. It. Uh-huh. I get that what he's doing. Man. Um, sure, why not? Uh, I guess they're going to make us cry by doing another thing with Mark Cerny, and he's going to talk about teraflops for twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to see all the shiny new graphics. Because, like, at this point, I feel like. Uh, even with PlayStation, like that, this past generation, I wasn't impressed mm. by graphics. I was just like, everything just looks shiny. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, you know, like the 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 big like differentiating factor mm-hmm. graphically was that there's just a lot more like reflective surfaces mm-hmm. <laughs> in most games. And like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but like the hair still looks like garbage, yeah. you know, like this still barely looks like a person. And even the games that are like graphically impressive, they tend to be more stylized. Like even Uncharted 4 mm-hmm. is more stylized. It's not like photorealistic. It's more on the like almost Pixar-esque sort of situation, yeah. you know? Um, so... I don't know. Maybe maybe this is the generation where stuff looks photorealistic, though I doubt it. Yep. I'm curious. I actually understood this question differently. I was thinking he was saying, uh, so it sounds awesome that it has backwards compatibility, but how are they going to make us cry like like disappoint us anyway somehow about uh, okay, it? Okay, so like with how but are they going to like I think what you said is compatibility up. Yeah, like how could uh, they maybe mess that up, I guess, or whatever. Um, I could see them mess it up. Sony messes a lot of stuff <laughs> up and they still get away with it, to be honest with yep. you. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they're going to require, like, maybe they'll do full backwards compatibility for PlayStation 4 because, like, if they don't, then that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other consoles, they're like, we have backwards compatibility, but you need a PlayStation Now subscription. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I could, I could easily see them do that. Yep. Backwards compatibility is fun. I, I hope they do it well for, uh, not for my sake. I don't have any PlayStation games, but for somebody else that does. <laughs> do it i mean i have a fair amount of playstation games um but just like i feel like i fall and i I get annoyed when 
they say that like when you know like the andrew houses of the world uh-huh. are like we don't need backwards compatibility and stuff like that but like honestly i think i'm one of the people in that demographic that just doesn't care mm. like i care for a little bit but like when it first comes out then it matters because mm-hmm. like i want to have as much games to play on this thing as possible yep. but after a while it's like i barely got time to play the games right. that are on there i guess it would know? mostly matter for things like i don't know say for example you play overwatch all the time and then you get yeah. a ps5 and ps and overwatch isn't ported to ps5 yet or something you know and then you just you want to keep playing it but you also want to play some ps5 games intermittently too so you don't want to have to switch between the consoles so for that kind of thing like i could definitely see that I feel like for the most part the people that complain about it are the people that want to trade their playstation for for the playstation 5 mm, right yeah which like he, yeah i think it's kind of like weird to complain to that, like Sony about that or any console manufacturer about that because they're like hey we want to give you less money and give more money to GameStop <laughs> yeah you yep. know like I mean or just the convenience factor I guess of not having two different things set up like if somebody has a Wii U and a Switch for I'm, a while I'm definitely on that yep. side of it because like I don't like having more than one console yep. set up uh, but oh, speaking of which, I did. I, conf- I converted one of my friends to. Uh, he, I don't know if he already got the switch, but he's planning on getting a switch. His PS4 is crapping out, and he was like, "All right, Parker, what? Why should I get a switch and not just another PS4?" And I was like, "I mean, honestly, there's reasons for either one, so I'm not gonna like try to convince you one way or another." But then, kind of just gave him some pros and cons, and he was like, "All right, I'm getting a switch." I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> so no. we're doing our jobs. Um, you know, this is true. These are facts. More facts. More Parker. facts. Grimhain asks uh, P5S, so Persona 5S, why did Atlas even do this? Why? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't particularly, I mean, as I've established, yeah. I don't particularly care about this game, but I think they're stupid <laughs> for how they announced yes. it. <laughs> like, the, the, they, like, teases on teases on teases ex- thing. Like, like come on. <laughs> You tease stuff like that vaguely if you know people are going to be excited about mm-hmm. it. It's not a good idea to tease them vaguely if it's this. Because yes. <laughs> nobody's going to be like, yes, man, I wanted this way more than that other yeah. thing. It's, I mean, similar to what we were just talking about, if it turned out that Smash Bros. on Switch, so Smash Bros. Ultimate, was actually just a straight port of Smash 4, and it was just like a you know Smash Four Deluxe or something. Then similar, it would be a similar situation where it's like, no, that's like that was not the way to announce it, and th- and not say on the front ends that it's a port. Like if if it's because at this point people are hoping for the best, and so like that just would have been a mistake. So they did the right thing in like not saying one way or another, and then we found out, oh, it is a new game. You know, I mean, obviously, yes, there's whatever things we can talk about on that topic, but like they did a good job there. Whereas for this, like they raised people's hopes to a certain thing. And then even if this is better in whatever way, it's still like, it was a bad idea to do it this way. Cause you could have just as easily not had the tease for this and have just this announcement come out at a different time and everything. Nobody would have been particularly mad. People would have been excited about a new game. Instead, they're mad about what it isn't. Yeah, especially like in proximity to like the main thing, because like they gotta know that everybody wants the main thing more than they care about this. Yeah, because like the only people that would care about something like this are the people that already care about this game. Accurate. Not even the IP, but this game specifically. 
because it's not like Zelda where like if you're a Zelda fan either way whatever Zelda you played you know who Zelda uh-huh. is <laughs> so playing as Zelda is going to be cool to you but Joker is not in every Persona yeah. game playing Zelda would be cool to me in a lot of games because you can't most of the time boy Zelda boy what are you Zelda. talking about you could play boy Zelda <laughs> in so many games uh, yeah man uh, what a new last man. question from Graham Hain and I, you're not ready for this one it's, uh, it's a doozy what are you all having Yo. for dinner a friendly reminder to eat know. because it's important to do so according to doctors. Yo, I need that reminder. <laughs> I don't even think I did that today. <laughs> I might get some Chinese food. I don't want Chinese. I just had Chinese food like two or three days ago and it was awesome. quite delicious. So I second oh, that. Snap. I do not Can know. I order that on like Grubhub or something? I'm going to see if I can order like Chinese food on Grubhub. Probably, but alternatively. Hashtag not spot. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I was going to say Hashtag you could probably spot. just, you know, like. They do a fairly good job of delivering it, I'd imagine, but you probably would have yeah, to have a hard time. Call yes, exactly. Them. I don't want to call people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd just click, click on things. I, okay, quick story before we finish up. That was the last question, So, um, but here's this story. One time... Oh, you didn't answer. What are you going to get? I don't know. Um, I, I think my, my, wife, my uh, wife and sister-in-law are hanging out. Um, downstairs. Oh, so you're just going to. They probably already ate, um, or maybe <laughs> they got something for me to eat. I don't know, but otherwise, I'll just make a sandwich. Or I'll probably make some pasta because I eat spaghetti. I love it. Um, but here's a, this quick story about Chinese food and things. I called in to order Chinese food once, and I tried to ask them, "Do you have chicken teriyaki as one of your things?" And the guy replied with. And I didn't understand quite what he was saying because he had a very, very strong accent. And I was like, mm. um, okay, well, never never mind on that, I guess. But then I'll get, and then I said, like, I'll get General Tso's chicken and, uh, you know, honey chicken or whatever for, for Ashley. Uh, and then I got there and the total was more than I thought it was going to be. And I was like, all right, whatever. And so I got home and I was like, why was it $26 instead of like twenty? one dollars or something and i pulled out the thing that like when i asked him if he had chicken teriyaki he kept saying a a certain grouping of syllables that i didn't understand turns out he was saying chicken sticks and so i ordered chicken sticks and had no idea what was going on um but he kept saying like i just oh i don't want to do an accent i don't know it was just it was a thing yeah that's a bad move (laughs) i was very confused but i i thought i had canceled that part of it but i hadn't and it was delicious and like i definitely need to get chicken sticks again so (laughs) sometimes i thought it was a mistake but it was not a mistake i got delicious chicken sticks The end. And you can get chicken sticks <laughs> after listening to this podcast too. Um, thank you for for doing that. You know, getting the chicken sticks and also listening to True. the podcast. Um, <laughs> why don't you subscribe to this channel if you haven't already? And if you know other people that like listening to the podcast, maybe they don't like listening to them on YouTube. They can do that on podcast services like Spotify. So what I'm going to say first, because we fought for it tooth and nail, yeah. we killed people. Um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all of that good and fun stuff. Um, also, you know, like, you can rate us on those stores. It'd be great. That helps us with placement. We get the rank and people get to hear the podcast. They also listen to it. Um, any final thoughts, Parker? Final uh, chicken sticks, man. Do it. <laughs> Just, you know, just order something. Ask if they have something. <laughs> uh, be confused about it for whatever reason. Go. 
and then just say yeah sure mm-hmm. and then eat what they bring to you <laughs> great advice All right. uh goodbye here's some spoilers for endgame <laughs> just kidding bye